Hello and welcome to show 94 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. Bye. See you later. What are you doing? What a great show. <laughs> Being silly. He's, I don't I'm know. Being silly is look, what I'm doing. Look, just because you've got the theme tune on your soundboard doesn't mean to say you have to play it at every opportunity, you know. Play it. How about I play this? They just heard this. Not again. <laughs> I thought I played. Press play already. All right. Go ahead. What are we doing? Right. Well, when you introduce when, you, when you've quite finished. Yes, yeah. I finished. Go ahead. Are you, now, are you sure? Because obviously, I don't want to like you know break you up in your flow and stuff. No, you're. I'm good. Are you sure? Now, are you sure you're yes. ready? Okay. Right. Well, in that case, I'll introduce people. Are you ready? So here we yes. go. We have got Chinny here. Yep. 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 Present. Yep. And we've also got Duke. It's in my brain. What was it's in my brain now? What is that? Who Me is Beat that? Manifesto. Oh, oh, all right, I know who they are. Oh, actually, yeah, they rock. Yeah, so I, I will lay up. I've got something for you to play, actually. Oh, uh, yeah? Now, is it Hello Teenage America? No. Oh, that's a now, good song, too. No. <laughs> Hello Teenage America. Sorry, go ahead. What am I supposed to play? Right, I've just put it in the, in the shout notes, in the notes. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and this is a kid, right? Let me just explain, right? This, this boy was being shown by his dad... How to play Angry Birds on an iPad? Uh, oh yeah, he, he looks about probably about two, I guess two two and a half years old. So he's only a little kiddie. Uh, yeah. But but this was his reaction. So have a listen. Have a listen. This is what he did. Okay, here we go. Everybody ready? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh wait, that's the wrong one. Now My you bad. know that here wasn't it, don't you? Ah, here we go. Don't want to show you how to play Angry Birds. Watch. You ready? <laughs> He's laughing. Okay. Screeching and laughing. Do you know it was it was up. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Do you, do you have to? <laughs> that that is um, like marking that puppy. That is like right, seriously, that is like a cross between someone scratching the nails down a blackboard. And, yes, and he's like he's he's that borderline doesn't know whether to cry or laugh, does he? His face even looks like he's not sure. Like, yeah. ah, I don't know. <laughs> well, oh my god, someone posted it up and I was like, oh my god, that's really awful. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. So you got to be careful when you're playing Angry Birds because that may just. In 1994, Edvard Munch's painting, The Scream, was stolen. The bastards! Wow, that was that was a bit sort of topical, wasn't it? Considering we've just you know, had a, a young baby screaming. Nice. I know, yeah. but I, that's you know. I have a, there's a special place in hell for art thieves. What's wrong with you people? Don't steal art. Yeah, but it's, they, a lot of people steal art just so just they can admire it, though, isn't it? No, they don't. They're trying to sell it on the black market. But you know uh-huh. what? You could sell drugs or you know children. You don't have to steal something important. <laughs> yeah, children's or, fine. 
paintings yeah. now. <laughs> Dakota Blue Richards was apparently born in 1994. Who the hell is that? I have no idea. She's an English actress. Her debut was in the film The Golden Compass as the lead character Lyra Bellacroix. All right, okay. So yeah. there you go. You learned something new today. All right, anyway, video games. Yes, video games. Right, okay. I need to get something out of the way to be. Story, story, story time. Go what ahead. the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's your theme song, Stu. Oh, I'm just ready. I'm ready for whatever comes along. Oh, brilliant. Look, right, okay. I do need to get somewhere. Because last week at the beginning of the show, I said, right, I'd either done something incredibly stupid, right, or something good by yeah. buying Arkham or pre-ordering Arkham City on online. Right. So you yeah. were playing it on live. Yeah, that's what I was going to. verdict? Is it awesome? I have no idea. Oh, jeez. Because, because I pre-ordered it. And you know what I said? Like, after the show, I'll be able to play it. Well, it's going to be great. Four I could go minutes play from it. now, I remember you yeah, saying. Yeah, I even said four minutes from now. Well, that that wasn't exactly true. Uh-oh. <laughs> because I went. Right, okay. So after the show, I went, oh, I'll go and have a look, see what it looks like. You know, just have a quick look at it. You know, I'm not going to play, but I want to just see how it is. And it was still as pre-order, right? Something, you know. Well, maybe it'll only be on in the morning, so maybe that's the trouble. Maybe oh, I'll put it the morning. Did you check the date? Well, so in the morning, I went back. I don't know. It's still nothing. It's still like pre-order. Oh. Like, it's a bit weird. What the hell's going on here? Uh, so I, I Googled on live release date for Batman Arkham City, and uh, yeah. It coincides with the PC release of the game, which isn't until the 18th of November. Oh, yeah. Of November? Yeah. So I was oh like, my God, you... so they don't even have, like, immediate releases. No. Oh, all depends. If, well, it depends if a game's released on the PC, because it runs off a PC. Correct. So, for example, any, most Rockstar games don't come out to the PC until six months later, Week. if at all. Therefore, yep. on live, can't support any Week. game on, on, yeah. on PC at the same so, time. Do you know what? I love it. Sheet. I love the way it works, and I think it works really well. And you know, I've had no issues. You know, apart from when my internet's gone off, and that's not their fault. But <laughs> when my internet's on, it works fine, and all that sort of stuff. But do you know what? If they're going to compete, they've got to release at the same time as as the consoles. If they're going to even have a sniff of competing, even though they're selling at a much cheaper price. Because I'll tell you what, on the 18th of November, I'll be playing Skyrim, so this wouldn't have got a chance. You know what I mean? Weak. So there was no way. Get your money back. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're pretty good, actually. All, all I did was send off a... Like, I wonder how many they had like that. Yeah, sent an email saying, you know, can I just cancel my pre-order, <sighs> uh, which was no issues. And, and literally within, a, like, a day, I got an email back saying they'd refunded my account. We're sorry. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't even give a reason. I thought, you know, it's just... Uh. So I was a bit like, no. There's, um, there's, I went to the cinema last night, right? Yeah. And... Uh, there's a film advertised called Immortals or something. And the, the day this is released is 11, 11, 11, right? And I, I looked at the post and I was like, oh, I wonder what that is. And it's producers of 300. So I watched the trailer when I got home, all right, on YouTube. And the first comment is, I'll be playing Skyrim. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Like, I'll be playing Skyrim. Awesome. Sorry. Yeah. yeah I'll bring that up. Be big. Is this based on the comic book? Immortals. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? You know, I watched um, Are You Afraid of the Dark or whatever it was called. Apparently, it's not. It's based on the Greek myth of Theseus and Minotaur and the Titanomachy. Huh? Well, there's some, there'll Maybe be some swords and sorcery still in it, won't there? It's basically, yeah. it looks like 300, but it's one dude instead of like 300 yeah. dudes. <laughs> we got a formula that works. That does yeah. sound kind of cool, sort of, for 10 minutes. 
Yeah. Um, but there's there's more to my story of, of Alcum City. Oh, right. I thought you know, so, so the online... Sorry, sorry, time. So that happened, right? So I thought, well, that's all right. What I'll do is I'll go and trade in, you know, my copy of, of Gears of War 3, like I was going to, and just buy it at the supermarket anyway, right? So I went to Asda, but this was the night before because well, I'll just trade in on Thursday. I thought you was on a budget though. Well, listen, listen, right? So I'll trade in on Thursday, right? And then I'll pick it up on Friday when I'm there. Well, they were selling it for like thirty-three pounds, so it wasn't too terrible. I think thirty-three ninety-five, thirty-four quid they were selling it for, so it wasn't so terrible. So I went on the Thursday night and I said, "How much is it for Gears of War 3? So she went to have a look. She came back, oh, twenty pounds, and I was like, "The day before, I'd been into Blockbuster and they were giving twenty-five, so I thought." Well, so bad. I'll go there and get another an extra five or sort of thing. Meanwhile, wasting twenty pounds in petrol. For Meanwhile, <laughs> so I drove, so I drove all the way back to Leyland, right? Went to Blockbuster, went in with my gears of all three, and said, "Can I? How much are you giving that for trading?" Twenty pounds, eighteen quid, right? I'm like, what? Oh, it, was, it, was, it was twenty-five yesterday. What's going on? Everybody's selling theirs. Uh, Once the initial shock wears off, they're like, "Whatever, I'm, I'm done." Like, oh. So the following night, I went back to Asda when I did my shopping and traded it in there after all of that. So. And then what was the eighteen uh. then? Yeah, yeah, no, it was twenty. Yeah, she should have been like, uh, "You had your chance," uh, but I am, I am going to trade now. I am going to trade raging when I finish that, but I haven't obviously. <laughs> but there's more to this story. There's more. Jesus believe it or not. Oh man, there the is more. Never stops. I, I wish there was more to this seat. There's I wish, more. I wish there was more to this seat because I'm on the, I'm on the edge of it. So listen, listen. So right, so I, so trading gets the copy, and she. So as I'm getting the copy, she says to me, the woman says to me, "Oh, you'll need this telephone number as well," and I went. Telephone number. What telephone That's, number? Right. So you had this telephone hotline. So well. So she writes me this 0207 uh, number, which I think is London down. Right. And I said, "Well, what's that for?" Oh, well, some copies of the game don't have the Catwoman DLC code in them. Uh, if that's the case, didn't unless you got it from a certain place. Uh, correct. If that's the case, she said, "You'll need to ring this number, and they'll sort it out for you." Right. Huh. So, Oh, okay then. You should just read the number out here so everyone can get it. You know, I should do, but I have no idea where I put it. Anyway, so, so, so I was like, okay. So I get home. Didn't really, because I thought the DLC was just for like multiplayer skins or something. So I didn't really think about it, right? So I thought, oh, it'd just be multiplayer stuff. So it'd be just like for the challenge rooms or something. So I'm not like, you know, no, no big deal. So I set, I put the game in about. 10 o'clock at night, you know, after the wife had gone off to bed, you know, time to play some games and all that stuff. Puts the game in. And uh, anyway, I, I obviously had a look in the packaging. There's no code in there, no code card or anything, nothing in there. So I was like, oh, well, it's a good job I got this number. Uh, but anyway, it doesn't matter. So I put the game in. The first thing it does as soon as you put the game is, is can you input your code for your Catwoman DLC? If not, do you want to buy it from the marketplace? Right. So then I'm thinking, well, what difference does that make? It doesn't sound like it's just for the multiplayer thing. So I thought, uh, well, so I'll try and ring them. So this was at like, oh, 20 past 10 at night, right? Oh. I mean, it is not we know to... that nobody really cares about Stu's opinion of the game. Well, listen, I'm getting to that. Instead, a 20-minute story about how he got this. Well, you did keep interrupting. I'll get to the end quicker. <laughs> Not really, Stu. Sure. Someone go. So, go ahead, really, go ahead. Just listen, listen to be fair, you wouldn't really get to the end quicker. You'd I would, I would, I would. Add more stuff. <laughs> so, ahead, I phone, so I phone this hotline, like super-duper hotline, right? Batman and hotline, it, and, it's, 
It is Warner Brothers, right? So it's like, hello, welcome to it's Warner Brothers Games. The whole of Warner Brothers. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, right? Hello? So Warner Brothers Games, right? So I was like, ooh, this is kind of cool. Uh, and then he said, uh, you know, if you boost the speed to my advisor, press option three or whatever. So I'm like thinking, well, it's not gone. There is nobody here. Phone back in office hours. So I press his correct? And this yeah. is what happened. What listing? Batman. <laughs> that is just brilliant. Oh, I wish it had done that. That would have been brilliant. Yeah. Um, so anyway, <laughs> so, so then he said, uh, our, our uh, phone lines are particularly busy at the moment. Phone back later, right? So I'm like, Ugh. But then he rang and this woman answered, right? So I'm like, hello. It's just like, hello. I'm like, I'm just phoning because I've got Batman Arkham City and my cat woman code isn't in it, right? She was like, all right, no worries. What's your email address? I don't know. Where did you buy it from? So I, told her. So I gave her all the, all the stuff, right? So she's like, right, well, within two or three minutes, you'll get an email through with your code and everything. So I was like, great. So I was like, get someone waited, and I waited, and I waited, and 15 minutes later, there was still no signs of an email. So I was like, oh. So I phoned back, got the same woman. Right? And she said? And she said? Batman. <laughs> I said, hello, it's me again. And she went, oh, oh, right, hello. And I was like, I'm phoning because I haven't got, oh, you know, getting it. Right, no worries, I'll give it you over the phone. Right, so it's all right. Yeah. Um, anyway, the game. Okay. Uh, Shall we finally get there? Why not you someday? Actually, we finally get there. Now. No, actually, we have some audio footage of Stu playing the game for the first time. <laughs> That's him. <laughs> so, what I learned. You missed the laugh when he looked at I all know. the graphics. What I learned was this. Uh, without that code. Do you know the bit we played at Eurogame with Catwoman? You know where ah, she's. Ah, I'll do say, well. That's yes, I do. Without the code, you don't play that part of the game. Well, what you say, lad? What you do say? That's all. That's he. <laughs> that's right. So, so you don't get the opening scene, and there's a quite a big part where you play as Catwoman in the in the story in the game, and you don't get to play that either. You miss out on content that is on the disc. No, it isn't. No, that's not strictly true. It's about a 350 meg download, so it's actually quite a biggish download. So it isn't on the disc. Mm. It isn't on the disc, but. But the problem is, although it isn't on the disc, it is part of the story in Stuart, the game. Stuart, 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 Stuart. Yes. Is it, on the, is it on the back of the box? Is Catwoman a feature on the back of the box? Now, that's a good question. I'm not entirely sure. Could be. Could be. But, now, I, I would love to... go get it while playing music. No, no. I would love to say this was my <laughs> argument, but it wasn't, because I was listening to Weekend Confirmed. Uh, but oh, I'd yeah. like to see what you two guys think about this. And Garnet Lee brought up something quite interesting. Friend of the show? Not really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did bring up something quite Friend interesting. And this, this was the thing he brought up. If, if you'd paid full price for that game, yeah, you'd gone to get it from the shop, but you didn't have internet for whatever reason because you weren't online, you have no way of getting that content. Yeah. And you, But you're paying for it. But unless you've got the internet, you can't have it. True that. And he said, you know, maybe it should have been on the disc, because that way you would have been able to get it whether you were online or not, if you bought the game new. Yes. I think, I don't know what you two guys think of this, but I think this is, you know, you know, you know me, I'm fine with the, the sort of the multiplayer thing, you know, and having an online pass for that. Online, yeah, but that's different because if you want to play yeah. multiplayer, people, you must have internet so Correct. if you want to play multiplayer that's fine that's fine 
But this, I think it's a step too far, to be honest. It is a little bit, but um, I think they like that kind of online pass model, but they have nothing to apply it to because they no. don't have a multiplayer. Yeah. Therefore, swing this one in. Yeah, so what do you think, Duke? How, would, how do you feel about this? Yes, I think it should be available to anyone who buys it, whether they have internet access or not. It's stupid. It is stupid. I... I've, I think I don't know how they can defend this because I just think it's um, it's it's definitely a step too far in my opinion. I think they've got to start drawing a line between if it, if it was challenged in a way they don't need to defend it. What are we going to do? Not buy it? Good luck. I know seven hundred million copies in day one, isn't it? You know, I get the thing of buying it secondhand, and I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm you know I have no I have no issues with that, but I just feel like they need to start thinking about how it affects just normal gamers, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, it, it, to me, one of my highlights of the game so far was, was playing as Catwoman. You know, it, it, it only lasted for about, you know, maybe an hour of the game, half an hour to an hour and of the game. And then you played it again and again and again. But it is so different to playing as Batman, and it was so much fun, and she moves so much quicker. When you're fighting, she's really fast. And, pew, pew, pew. Yeah. Kind of like a cat. Yeah, kind of, ju- and she can walk on ceilings and all sorts of things. Yeah. yeah, just like a cat, man. And it was <laughs> walk but, on ceilings. But it was it was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you never seen a cat walk on a ceiling? Not really. Cat on my head. Cat on my head. <laughs> Brain candy. But he's... What are you looking at me like that for Duchess? You've <laughs> but... seen that movie. <laughs> it's been one looking at you because you're on an internet thought. podcast. So you're... Yeah. <laughs> Cut on my head. head. Yeah, that is a bit. <laughs> That's weird. not so weird. But yes, it's been one of my favorite parts of the game. I think it's she's a brilliant character in it, and and just the way she is so much different to Batman. And I wanted more of her. You know, I wanted I'll to play more did. as her. Yeah, uh, yeah. I kept looking at a, a vi- visible panty line all the time. You know, I couldn't you help think it. She'd sort that out. I know. I know. It's just not right. BPL on. on a woman with a very skin tight thing on. Um. But yes, it's it's really good. Um, the game itself, okay, as we know, this is the highest rated game of the year so far. Only on the PS3 version now. The other one's down to 95. But it's still a hell of a score. It's still a hell sure. of a score. Batman. Yeah. Batman. I'm sorry. Batman. And again, it's it's taken a cue from the likes of Zelda more than GTA. Like a heart's as health? No. <laughs> no, although that would have been funny. No. Yeah. In in so much as uh, here's here's a new gadget, and then this next bit you're going to need to use that specific gadget to get past it. So there is a lot of that. Now, interestingly, it also and I couldn't remember, and I'm sure Adichini yourself could tell me this. It it does a, a really cool thing where at the beginning of the game you have pretty much all the gadgets you had at the end of the first game. So. You have all of those already, so you don't have to re Do you ever feel overwhelmed by all the different gadgets and you're like, I don't know which one I'm supposed to use here? I'm feeling a little bit now because I've got all the stuff from the first game plus all the new stuff that they're from. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It might be um, confusing. And it is. It is confusing. Uh, there's, there's been, and especially like, I mean, okay, you can play this game totally as a button masher. If you just hit X and Y all the time, you will get through the fights pretty much unscathed. You know, you might get hit so that's fine for those people uh but also stupid people, people. yeah stupid oh people. no you didn't yeah like uh, me but then there's also like a massive amount of depth as well and all 
tons of different things that you can you can sort of increase on your stats for combat and different moves you can suddenly pull off and critical hit moves and uh, there's some really cool stuff he does. One of the coolest things is, you know, you know, using the cape attack, which I'm, I'm sure was in the first one as well. Where you press B and he does like a swings his cape to stun yep, him. Yep, yep. And then oh, you can, yeah. you can follow it up with like a multi attack on X, and it just, you know, you get something like a twenty multiplier in about three seconds. Yeah, it's just brilliant. It's just like, oh, cool is that? But the the enemies now are so much different. In the obviously in the first one they were all pretty much the same. They either had guns or they were unarmed or they might have a baseball bat. In this they have shields they have like um things that scramble your bat computer thing so you can't see anything when you're in detective mode i believe it's called a bat pewter yeah <laughs> i'm sure you're right um they have they have infrared goggles now so you can be in rooms and they can see you in the dark and stuff so you're not always safe when you're up above them they can actually see where you are but then you can get an upgrade to counteract that as well Thing, mm. you can get a, you get a gadget called a disruptor um which what you can use it for which is really cool uh you get two shots with it and you can basically disarm two of the foes with the weapons so the weapon jams when they try and shoot you with it which is very useful now one of the things that's quite cool about it obviously when you look at somebody in a room it tells you what their heart rate and all that stuff but what also they're carrying so it'll say a shotgun or a you know machine gun or whatever so what I've been doing is targeting the guys with the machine guns, and obviously the shotguns are a bit further range, so I can take them out, like take the shotguns out, and they can't shoot me from far off. So that's been kind of useful. Um, you get an can elect- you just like can you like disrupt the people with a gun, and then just drop in front of them, and they're like, "Ha, ah, Batman, yeah. got you." Yeah, that's what happens. And then you start hitting the gun and all sorts of stuff, trying to shoot, you, but obviously realise he suddenly can't shoot you, and you yeah, bash them down. That's right, pretty much. That is cool. So that is that is very cool. You can take out multiple enemies at once now. Uh, he now has a full dive attack, so you do this thing where you sort of you know where you sort of swooping down, but then if you're pressing the right trigger at the same time, if he gets to a fast enough speed, he takes them out with one hit, and it's like diving headlong into them. Is that's kind of cool. Um, there's various ways of navigating around the city. So you've got your normal grapple hook, uh, but then also you get the line uh, gun, which obviously will, you know you shoot across on a line, and you can also keep up in the air. You know when you're doing like a swoop, like the Superman thing. So- oh, sorry, not Superman, like um, Super Mario, when um, he's got the cape in Super Mario World, and you go mm. whoop. And then whoop, and you keep going up. Yes, sort of. So yeah, so you press the right trigger, you know, to go into a dive, and then when you let go of the right trigger, he swoops back up again. Yeah, Super Mario World. Yeah, Super Mario World. So they stole it from there. Apparently, I didn't realize that. But there you go. He does do that. Um, So there's lots of ways again. Now the city. The the only minor gripe that I have. Okay, I'm enjoying it. I am enjoying it. So I'm not having any issues with it. But. There was one bit, okay, you have to, right, I'll tell you, it's not, it, it's sort of a spoiler, but it isn't. It sort of is, I guess. But, so ba- Batman's dead? No, nothing, that, no, nothing <laughs> like that. So, Here, wait, 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 wait. Warning, warning, warning. Just so people know. Okay, so there's this bit where you're in a big area, I'll not say were, so I'll give too much away. But you've got, city. you've got to find Mr. Freeze. Okay. So you tell, and... There is no, you know, like, there's no breadcrumb trail. There's no, like, you need to go this way. There's none of that, right? So you've no idea where he is. You just know he's within this area where you are, which is quite a big area. Okay. 
So I'm looking for him, right? And there was only one door I hadn't gone through at the other side of this massive area. And I won't say what's in between, but you have to get from one side to the other. Got to the other side, went through the door. As soon as you walk into this room, this dude with one arm appears with a big sledgehammer and all these henchmen, right? So you have to have this big sort of mini boss fight with him. So I had all this massive boss fight with him, right? And then there was a there's a side mission where you have to get these Titan containers, and there's one behind the like the back of this area. So I went around and did that. Didn't see anything else, so I didn't notice anything at all because obviously I've been so. As soon as I walked in, I was having this big massive fight, and didn't really notice anything. So I was like, huh. So I came back out of there, went back, and I still couldn't find him. Like, where the hell is Mister Freeze? Right, so I'm looking everywhere for him, couldn't find him anywhere. So I couldn't work out what the hell. Where on earth is Common Sandy? So I googled it, and that room I'd been in is in a glass case behind the like a window where, unless I had actually gone up and looked at him, there's no like if he had been like walked in the room and then there's like you know like a visual cue like it zooms in on him in the glass case, I'd have gone, huh, that's where he is, but he didn't do that. I'm going to play devil's advocate here, um, like I did in my video, Stu. All right, so... Uh, <laughs> go, um, go. Uh, well, games are too easy. Game, you know what I mean? Handheld. Handheld gaming. You should, should learn. But... Games are hard now. But there's got to be... There's got, so good. there's got to be a balance, though. There's got to be balance, a balance. Balance. You know, and, and, and that... Really, the only criticism I have is is sometimes it's it's easy to get lost and not know where you have to go next. Um, because so you sort of like have two paths, and your son kind of would no. you say you're sort of no, torn was, between the different ways to go? No, there was about anyway. Get one in. I no, can tell I'm, when you try to feed something. <laughs> but this, yeah, I can I tell because I'm like the least uh, subtle person in the world. But what was frustrating about this, like, the bit in the middle is of quite a big area that you have to traverse, and it takes a little bit of time. So if you do go the wrong way, you suddenly have to go all the way back but again. Do you think, is it quite a journey, then? It is a bit of a journey. Forget it, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> a journey. Um, and, I, and I've got lost a few times. I have got, that's my main gripe with it. I keep getting lost and don't know where I have to go next. Um, but the boss fights have been improved a have massive... Have you been around the world and I, I, I just can't find I have been around the world and I, 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 I. Uh, <laughs> what the hell is that? I have no idea. around the world But a little slow today. The voice acting is excellent. You know, uh, yes. The story is is really engaging. I'm really enjoying the story and where it's going. Uh, like the beginning of it, the the how you end up in in Arkham City is excellent. There are you live there. What do you mean? How you end up there? No, 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 no. Batman, you live in Arkham City. No, you don't. No, this is. Oh, you live in Gotham City. You live in Gotham City. Arkham City is a cordoned off bit, which is about four times the size of Arkham Asylum. There's no cordoned off part of Gotham City. There is in this game. There is Joker's occupied a part of. That's right. Oh, this is like Occupy Wall Street, but it's the Joker. I see what they're doing. They're trying to demonize the protesters by making them seem like the Joker is the protester. I see. Keep making jokes. That's cute and hugo strange like that wall street hugo strange is running it so he's like in charge of arkham city and he knows your secret yeah and he knows the secret so <laughs> so it, it is kind of cool it is kind of cool and the setup's excellent um the game itself is is just really good it flows a lot better than the the first game do, there do isn't think it's contender for game of the year uh it's a contender definitely at the moment i would say 
Would you say it's better than Portal Two at the moment? Oh, that's tough. I don't want to. I don't want to put anything out there just yet. Oh yeah, because everyone's on the edge of their seat. Fine. That's right. Because I need no, no, no. I think I need to play everything what this year. What do you before. think? I must choose it <laughs> before, I, before I make my decision. But and I need to get to the end of the game as well. I need to get out, get right to the end. There's a whole like choir of monks just waiting yeah. for you to make your decision. But there was another. I mean, there was another boss fight that I did, which was. Oh. Thank you. Which um, wasn't overly clear what I had to do again. So it was right, a bit like, well, I've got a question for you about the boss fights. Yeah. Are they charge, 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 move out of the way? Till Definitely the not, no. Even because I've fought a big titan, because a lot of that involved the titans in the first game, didn't they? These great yeah. big bullies. Yeah, like, I fought oh, one of them. They charge, you throw a They still charge you, but you don't kill them in the same way. It's more like fighting them, like fighting proper blokes and stuff. So you're just sort of hitting them and dodging and things like that. So it's Fair like, enough. And the finishing, when you do finish them, it's, it's pretty impressive. Well, it was good in the first one, you know, you backflip them. And... Yeah, well, there's a lot of that still, but it's, it's, a, it's a much better way of doing it. They're, they've done those, but there's some like super big boss fights as well. Is this game better with Connect? <laughs> there is no Connect. Like Child of Eden? There is no Connect. Uh, so overall, I am enjoying it. I'm obviously quite away, and I've probably played it for about probably about five, six hours. I would imagine I've played it for quite a while. Played quite a while, but there's a lot of game to be played, I fear. And uh, I, th- I think the only thing to say is Arkham City itself. There is you, there's only sort of areas. The only areas you can go in are the areas where you need to do something. You know, so it's not like you can't go in and out of anywhere else. And they are like dungeons, you know. Once you're in an area, then obviously you have to go all the way through that. Now, the only the only thing that it's the same I, as one, it's the same. yeah, it is very similar. The only the only thing I would say, and I'm, I'm quite surprised at this. You know, normally when you do something like that, and you, especially if you have to go quite a way through, there's a shortcut out at the end, isn't there? You know, and they bring you out in a different part of the city or whatever. Yeah, yeah. There isn't any of that. You have to backtrack back through. Oh, that's more be. realistic, I suppose. Yeah. So you have to backtrack back through. And quite often, when you backtrack back through, there's different enemies waiting for you on the way back through. That's also probably very realistic as well. Yeah, so they'll, they'll repopulate areas. Or you, sometimes there are little shortcuts where... And again, you'll get, like, when you get your, your hacking gadget, you know, where you can unlock doors and stuff with it, you can suddenly go a different way than you did the, the first time through. So. Oh, my God. So there's lots of options. Again, it's a bit like Deus Ex, I suppose, in that respect. There's lots of ways to play the game. Choice. But you also, because the the combat's been tweaked so much, you do feel more like just getting stuck in unless they've got guns. Do you still feel like Batman? You feel absolutely like Batman. You feel like a total badass. Uh, And and obviously the, the number of enemies has increased now, so you can have like maybe 20 or 30 at a time. Uh, you know, maybe with so and some of them have broken bottles now. Some have swords, knives, uh, baseball bats, shields, all sorts of crazy stuff. Armor, some are armored, and you have to fight them in a certain way. You're just making me think about my one there. That was such a great game. Yeah. So they've they've really and and I guess that it's just a whole host of, of Batman. And now I'm not a massive Batman comic reader, so I don't even know half of these people. He's a dude who's bat and his mom and dad died and stuff. No, no, but all these any- and there's a guy looking for him. I'll find him. Okay. Well, good luck. I'll track him down with all of my hatred. But. <laughs> There was one, now I, I have no idea what his name is now, I can't remember, uh, but there's one and he's a sociopath, um, and his side mission, right, is this... The really, Joker? No. They, well, they're all a bit like that, I guess. Calendar Man? No, he's got like, he's got like, he puts a mark on his body every time he kills someone, so he's got What's all the these... the Calendar Man? 
Is that the calendar man? I don't know. Mob, there's, a, there's, a, there's an enemy in the game where, depending on what holiday he's coming up, he'll change what he says. So if it's Christmas coming Interesting. up, he'll say, Oh, I can't wait for Christmas. Blah, 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 blah. No, it's definitely not that. That's the calendar man. Anyway. That's but a what, real bad guy in the Well, what happens is, ra- you'll, you'll be in an area and a random... Someone got paid to write that man. I know. A random phone will just start ringing, you know, like a payphone. So you go and answer it, and this guy's on the other end, and he says he's got like, I've got, I'm holding two women, and I'm going to kill them if you don't get to the next phone in time. Yeah, what are you going to do? And then, <laughs> I know. and then obviously another My phone. feet are kind of sore. You go ahead and do what you got to do. And then a timer, and then a timer comes on. You get like two minutes or two and a half minutes to get to the other side of the city where the next phone's ringing. And then when you get there, you have to try and triangulate his position to try and track him down triangulate and then when you and you know you don't obviously do it on the first one and then another phone rings and you've got to go from phone to phone until you finally track him down in the city and that and that feels mobile yeah it does feel tense though because you sort of i mean the the one of the phones i got there like with about four seconds to spur you know what i mean i just about made it in time so like um that reminds me of um uh die hard yeah, yeah, that's what it's like. So they've 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 definitely the side missions. Think of the name. Yeah, the side missions are a lot better than a lot of games. You know what? what I mean? They've really put some thought into what. The, and then there's like where you have to go and investigate murder scenes and victims and. I like, I like that in Batman one, like the detective mode, because I'm a big CSI fan. So yeah, I, 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 well, there's I a bit more like... of that. In the demo, there's that bit where it's like, work out where the bullet came from. Yeah, well, there's uh, you're, you're hunting him down as a side mission as well, which is like this sniper guy which is another character from Batman, and you have to find him in the city by... Every time he kills someone, you have to investigate the scene where he's shot from, pick up clues. Uh, so there's a, lot, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of game. You know, a lot of liars. A lot of liars. Yes. Like it, it's like some kind of cake, like a layer cake. It is just like a... No, cake. onions! Just Ogres are like onions! Onions. Batman is like an onion. Lots of layers. There you go. Uh, so what else do you have layers? Parfaits. Everybody loves parfaits. So anyway, definite buy, I would have said for people. A decent game with plenty of gameplay time and lots to do. Uh, I would re- And I would definitely recommend buying it new just for the Catwoman stuff because it is really worth it. And apart from that, I haven't played a whole lot else because it's like ages since we last spoke to each other, obviously. Lol, 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 lol. Um, my daughter's been playing some demos. <laughs> So I haven't played these, but but Millie did. Oh, so you want to bring her on and we can talk to her? No. Sorry, do I have to talk about like, what my brother's been well, playing? Well, listen, just listen. <laughs> you know, because the Duchess has been uh, sheep mulching out front. Because one was, because I once upon a monster, you know, Sesame Street, that's like uh, for kids. So what's about me playing it? Get a kid's point of view. Dude, we should do like veteran gamers, the next generation, and have all the kids talk about stuff. So That'd be cool. We get your cousin... Chinny, and we can get your daughter Stu. Who? What kids do I know that play games? Can you None. Imagine? It'd be crazy. Um, yeah, but anyway, thirty every week or something. Once upon a monster, Sesame yeah. Street. I would have said it's aimed at younger kids than Millie. Millie's twenty-five. Yeah, it was a bit old. It was, Millie was a bit old. It's like an interactive storybook. It's. It was quite interesting. Obviously, using story, story, story yeah. time. Use it to connect really well. Um, like there's like a section in it where you have to start dancing, but whatever you do, the characters on screen repeat what you're doing. So oh dear, awesome. Uh, so if you tickle Elmo, then Snuffleupagus yeah. will also tickle Elmo. Exactly. Whatever you're doing, they're doing at the same time. Snuffleupagus, can... the one that no one believes is there. Yeah, yeah, I do. I I believe he's there. I've seen him. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but even though it was, I would have said it's aimed at about five, six-year-olds, you know, maybe four to six-year-olds around that sort of age range. But even so, Millie were getting into it, you know, even though it was, <laughs> it was a bit young for her. She was, she was enjoying herself, you know, she was having a good dance and doing all sorts of stuff. Uh, and then I got her to play the Forza 4 demo with all the assists on just to see how she would fare, you know, with everything turned on. Because she's, like, my daughter is really terrible at racing games. She spends half her time, like, off the track. You yeah, know, just like me. Like, running into the walls and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, just like me. So turn them on. And she came first. Tell her to try Driver San Francisco. She came just, first. As soon as you run into a wall, you just teleport into someone else. And then you're right. back on the road. Right. But she, uh, yeah, she was fine. She, she came first in the demo race with everything turned on. And she thought it was brill because she won. You know, she was like, how cool is this? So, yeah, I've got to say, that game would suit anyone, even my nine-year-old daughter who can't race for peanuts. There you go. Yeah. yeah. What so. would she want to race for peanuts? Well, you... The peanuts are delicious. Yeah, I like Yeah, them. but they're available in, in major stores or even private small. Yeah, but they cost money. If you can just yeah, drive well. and then the peanuts are there... That is true. That's the best way to go. That is it true. It like a very a lot of effort just to get some peanuts. So well, I mean, I'm saying if you're driving anyway, and then there's some suddenly. Yeah, but some I'm peanuts. not though, really. I'm not. I'm well, going to go to the track. I'm going to put all right, all right. Suit on. I see where you're coming I'd from. Probably want to go to the shop instead. Yeah, I guess. To be honest, yeah. just for peanuts. My goal was peanuts. Peanuts. Yeah. What's anyway, the talking about again? I don't know. That's me done anyway. Who that's knows? that's. Uh, so it's just going on and on. Arkham City. Look, I'm trying to stop now because I've He's noticed the time. He's going through his family, dude. I know. I've noticed the time. So that's me done. No more. Nothing else. Right, Jude. Right. Up to. Me? Yeah, you. All right, <clears throat> Fallout 3, but I don't have anything to say about that. I'm just making progress. Uh, I'm about to enter Raven Rock, so I'm going to keep my eyes peeled for that bobblehead because that's one of the ones that you got to get before you go into the one area or else you lose the opportunity forever. Oh, yeah, this is the bobblehead no, challenge, isn't it? That's Danny? right. <laughs> Do you have the bobblehead, Stu? Do I God love us. I didn't play that game long enough to get bobbleheads. Oh, yeah, yeah. I also got to find out where all the behemoths are because I'm going to do that. Oh, that's not hard. That's no, not hard. I already killed two of them. There can't be many. Only I'm surprised four. I've never found them all before, because I thought I'd been everywhere there is to go. Guess not. There's, 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 I think there's about four. There's about four. Nah. Anyway, yeah. so I'm halfway done, I guess. Uh, Dungeon Defenders. What? There's this new arcade game called Dungeon Defenders. Oh, that sounds weird. What's that about? Defend Dungeons. Yeah... I didn't even play it because oh. <laughs> the, the tutorial is not a play and learn tutorial. It's a watch and learn tutorial. And oh. I can't be bothered to sit through that crap. Bye-bye. So best as I can tell, uh, the idea is that it's uh, sort of a horde mode in a fantasy setting. But it's sort of like slow moving and more strategy than it is action. So I was just like, whatever, I'm not interested. I was just, eh, whatever. Um, played some Killzone 3 with the dudes on the PS Triple. Aw, yeah, baby. The PS Triple. I ain't talking about that Wii. That was a lot of fun, actually. Uh, I now own Killzone 3. I don't know if I'm going to hang on to it, but it was fun. We had a good time. And so shout out to Rickster and Chris MJW for being part of that. Uh, I thought I played another demo, but I can't remember what it is because I didn't write any notes down. Eh, whatever. Yeah. Um... Then I played a demo for Need for Speed The Run. Ah, oh, yeah, I downloaded that. I didn't play it. So, come on. Is it good? What did you think? <sighs> Duke is it's not, not bad. What? You, you, you'll find it frustrating. You ought to do it. 
Yeah, it it was kind of frustrating. Um, I mean, it was actually better than I expected to be honest, because you know you're doing it, it. The demo contains two. When I understand, you're going across the country, yeah. So there's like twenty segments of this cross country race that you're doing. So the demo has two of these segments. Maybe there's more in the game. I don't know, but the demo has two of these segments, and one of them is sort of on and off road on a stretch of highway. It's pretty nondescript, but you know, it's it's fun enough, I guess. You gotta pass ten people. Like the key is that you're you start out in like two hundredth place or something, and the goal is you're gonna be in first place by the time you get to New York. Now, what city are they leaving from? San Francisco. What other game recently had driving in San Francisco? Uh driver San Francisco. So is it crazy of me to think that maybe Need for Speed is ripping <laughs> off driver? I don't think so. <laughs> but anyway. Um then the second thing in the demo for the run is uh, you're going down the going down this mountain. The avalanche things. Yeah. Yeah, that's the and one. And like, yeah, it. these rocks are constantly coming off the mountain at you, and yeah, they're coming out. Oh, it's mountain weird. What? Um, because you know, I mean, it's interesting. It it certainly is uh, a lot of stuff coming at you all at once, and it's exciting, but it also feels like. Okay, how can we make a driving game more interesting? Throw a bunch of ice and rock at them! Yeah! Uh, is there any, any quick-time events like where you get out of the car in the demo? Not the not in the demo. I didn't have any quick-time events in the demo, but Stupid. it was... I don't know. It wasn't really all that exciting. I mean, it was okay. Like I said, it wasn't bad, but it's a driving game, and it's I've got drivers in San Francisco, so I don't need another driving game. It it's might a be a rental. good rental. I mean, it feels less simmy than... Uh, most wanted, but then I had my expectations so different from what most wanted really was. I think this game, I know what it is, so I'm not going to have weird expectations when I go into it. Cool. Um, yeah. So that's what I've been playing in the last 17 years. I know it feels like ages since the last uh, the last podcast we did. So you know, I can understand why you would be you know playing so many games in that short space, or long space of time, should I say. Not short yeah. at all. It's been ages, hasn't it? I keep forgetting. Um, so, Chini, what have you been up to in the last uh, sort of five weeks since we last recorded? Nothing, really. <laughs> is, is that it? Um, all right. I've been playing... No, I, I played a tiny bit of Gears here and there. Um, I played Worms 2 Armageddon. Ooh. I do like on my because my, my friend Matt, who has now joined the forums, by the way. Yeah. Um, uh, he he joined the forums yesterday, and he uh, he bought worms for like six ninety nine from the shop because you can buy arcade games from the from game now. Stuart, I don't know if you know that. No, I didn't know that you could do that. Well, yeah, did you just get a code then? It's just like card. Yeah, you just buy a card. Yeah. And I, I, we was in game. And I was like, "Oh, six ninety nine for that? That's wicked! I've got that." And he was like, "Yeah, I love worms. I haven't played worms for years." So he bought it, and we play every now and again. Like probably like once, once every couple of nights, we'll just have a game. Well, I've played with you a few times, and you just kick my ass at it. So. I am pretty good at it. Yeah, I am. Yeah, freaking bungee uh, rope! You're everywhere. Yeah, sixty. Sorry, look, uh, no, it was eleven years ago, and I played it in two thousand. I was obsessed with worms. I was getting on the PC, obsessed. And I wish they brought that game back out because on that one you could record your own voices uh-huh. for the worms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and you could create your own maps, and there's all these customized maps of 
you know, rope racing. There's ones where you couldn't, like the worms couldn't move. And I really wish they did that for the for the arcade version. But they just released that 3D Worms game, which was just awful. Um, so yeah, I played a bit of Worms, and I'm still playing Spider-Man. In fact, today was the first time I played it since last time, and pretty much every level is the same thing, where you're chasing a boss, essentially. Um, each each level features a boss, and you just you you just chase him, and then you get stopped, and you have to beat people up, or if you're the stealth guy, you have to like stealth around and stuff like that. Uh, and then at the, you you fight the boss maybe once, twice, and then that's it. It's like really like there's a there's an absolute copy and paste template for every level, and it's a little bit weird, um, and feels a little bit rushed. And and Duke, you know you're right. Like you know when you're Spider Man. You just want to zip around the open world, right? That's yeah, it. Yeah. That's all you want to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I still recommend you play Web of, Web of Shadows, dude, because yeah. I think you'll really enjoy that. Oh, am I? Uh, because that is just like a crazy aerial combat, open yeah. world, mad stuff going on. Um, but this is nothing special. This is a very boring, rushed Spider-Man game, I'm afraid. Even though some of the moments are in it are okay, like when you're the future Spider-Man and you're free-falling and all this nonsense. Um, it, it's it's kind of cool, but the, there's moments of, oh, that was all right, but it, generally it's very average. So that's it, really. That's all I've been playing. I have got Dead Island now. Oh, did that come off Love Film? Yeah, I've got that. <laughs> uh, that's not... Although they are in it, but that's not in it. Yeah. Um, and Marsh and I are going to play that because what, what, this is what Marsh did, right? Let's talk about other people like you did with Millie. That's okay. Right? Um, Marsh, we, Marsh and I, you know, like to play co-op games, games together. And he had Dead Island, and he had the cartel, and I had the cartel and something else. And he said, "Well, let's post back the cartel. Like, post back the cartel because I want you to have Dead Island." All right, so I, all right, fine. Posted back the cartel. And he thought he posted back the cartel, but he actually posted back Dead Island. Right? Ooh. And, and of course, the next game that I get is Dead Island, and he hasn't got it now. And he's like, oh, crap, I haven't got Dead Island. So he emails, like, Love Film, saying, oh, I want it back, Rick, send it to me. They obviously say, you can't guarantee, we'll put it on high priority and everything. But now he's getting it back now. So it's it's all good. But he sent the wrong game, basically. It's that story. Uh, Yeah. So... Yeah, I'll, I'll probably be playing that. Well, he's in London at the moment, so... Actually, I probably won't play it by the time next week. Ah, so, well, maybe no, I'll play it, a, don't matter, don't matter. Maybe I'll play a little bit on my own, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I will. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But, yeah, Dead Island. Is, is nobody else interested in that? Duke, I expect you to be... I've got of... it on my love film list. Dead Island? Yeah. Yeah, I'll play it eventually. Yeah. yeah. I've heard mixed things. I'm not dying to play it. Yeah, I'll put it on the game fly when the furor around the next month or two dies down. I, I, I kind of get the impression that Duke would get frustrated by it, and Stu, you would like it for its flaws. Yeah, I'd probably like it with its flaws. Yeah, I mean, is it, the interesting thing for me is at the moment. I mean, I've still got to finish Deus Ex. I've still got so much other stuff to finish. You know what I mean? I've We're still not finished We're Age. I know. I know. And obviously, I'm in the middle of Batman now, and I need to get that finished before Uncharted comes out, and then Skyrim's coming out, and it's just like, oh my god, I just haven't got the time to play any more games. 
We'll have to have an uncharted play date when that comes. Oh out. yeah, to definitely for sure. Definitely for sure. Um, the first reviews are out for that, by the way, and it's averaging ninety-four uh, Metacritic at the moment. So it's uh, That's less than Batman, though, isn't it? it only by one point. <laughs> one point. So there's not it's much all in close it. Close at the top. I know, isn't it, just? Isn't it, just? So and Skyrim's not even out yet. So oh my god, there's too I many. I reckon things. Skyrim's going to be like near perfect reviews. I don't think yeah. it. I don't know. I don't think it will. I think they'll find glitchy issues and stuff. Yeah, and I think. Look, to be fair that. though, when I played it, like. It seemed pretty, just kind of, you know, an updated engine. It didn't seem like a, a massive step-up engine. It just like, eh, you know, updated engine. I could see the the same bugs that you get in Fallout in Skyrim. Like, we'll see. Easily. We'll see. So we'll see what happens. But I, again, it's going to be up there, though, isn't it? It's going to be. Up, no, it'd be like ninety-seven or at least at least in the nineties. I don't know what it'll be called. That would be the highest this year, and sort of if we got to ninety-seven, mm. but. It wouldn't we'll, surprise me. We'll see. We'll see. So that's that's still to come. It's got a lot of hype around it. Oh, definitely. There's no two ways about it. There is no two ways about it. Right. At that point, it is time uh, to do an indie pick for this week. An indie pick for this. I'm sure it won't be like any game we've played before. So. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ. So let's see what it is. Indie game review. Review. Okay, shut up and listen to me. Vlados here with another indie game review. This week we're playing Techno Chopper, a new title from GC Storm, the people who brought us Quick Drawn Casino Nights and How Smart Are You IQ Test. What's that? You never played those? Me neither. Okay, so do you remember Techno Kitten Adventure? Well, Techno Chopper is the same game. Except the music is less obnoxious. And sometimes the music slows down. Otherwise it's the exact same game. Don't bother. Oh, what's that, Stu? You think I'm being a bit harsh on it? You think I haven't given it enough of a chance? You think I need to be more open-minded? Well, fuck you, Stu. This <laughs> game is weak. Don't bother. <laughs> Techno Chopper is 80 points on Xbox Indie Games. Vlados is out like stuff and things. And stuff. Damn! Oh. <laughs> oh, that was, now that was harsh. harsh. That was I like harsh. Her. I like oh her god. this week. <laughs> oh my god! Um, now, Vladis, that's rude. <laughs> I was, I was going to recommend something that I felt was a bit more credible, but then I saw that and I was like, oh, I couldn't resist really, just to see what Duke thought. <laughs> that's what I think. You know why I think that? Because it's the same game. <laughs> Uh, do you know what though? Do you know what? I, I'll tell you the main reason I chose it. Because, Same game. Well, it comes to something when indie games are copying other indie games. Well, what's the indie game that's made a lot of money? Oh yeah, here we go. Now, <laughs> the only interesting thing they have done, which is what. You know, Vlad exactly the same game is that it does slow down and then it suddenly speeds up. You know, <sighs> and it does make it more difficult, even more difficult. The interesting than... thing about that is, <laughs> difficult. really, it's uh, not. I mean, come on, it's not even worth the time to download it if that's your only twist. <laughs> and the music, I mean, the music is much more relaxed, I suppose, but it's just boring. Yeah, I didn't think it was As good the music. Techno Kitten Adventure has some exciting music. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. 
I'm not even going to find the Techno Chopper music. <laughs> You're not even bothered about that game. Nope. Uh, I did play Quick Draw. That was quite fun for a bit, actually, a long time ago. That was all right. That was all right. Um, yeah. But at least it's a different graphical style, you know, and it's... So come on, down, come on, in a chopper. I mean, I know you're trying to find the good and everything, but come on, this no, game... No, it, in all honesty, in all honesty, I was playing a bit devil's advocate. You were trolling. I That's was, what was. I, was. I was trying to get a rice from Duke. I don't know, I kind of liked it. <laughs> Nobody liked that game. Uh, so, uh. That was my version of a killer's dream just for you, Duke. <laughs> I still, I still haven't played the Killer's Dream. Oh, you need to go and play <laughs> that. Totally game. play it. You should play it and record yourself the audio playing. Okay, it. no, that's a good idea. Yeah, totally do that. it first thing next week, man. Yeah, you should definitely do that. No story time from Stu. We're gonna have Chinny reacts to a Killer's yeah, Dream. Yeah, let's do that. Real time, like that. Yeah, you say that, Stu. <laughs> Delay Stu's story time. No, I gotta say, I gotta it say, won't this be the fact. first thing we start well, with. <laughs> I was shopping for fruit and veg, and this copy of Batman Two landed on my head. Look, I can't help it if stuff happens. To me, look, stuff just oh, yeah, nothing happening. You sat on the phone for 20 minutes getting no answer. That's not a story. It wasn't 20 yeah. minutes. I got three answers because I had to follow back twice. You know? Oh, yeah, hilarious. Oh, Forget it. Anyway, the only thing worse than listening to a 20 minute long whoa. story about you sitting on the phone on customer service is rehashing your story about sitting on the phone. And customer oh, stuff service. just happens to me. All right, I just got you know, all right, what's next? Um, yeah, okay, apparently. Apparently, according to One Up, uh, the new Xbox is definitely going to be unveiled in 2012 and launched <gasps> in 2013. <gasps> uh, apparently, numerous sources suggest that the third Xbox will be unveiled at A3 in 20. 20- oh, in 2013. Sorry, I tell a lie. I thought it was 2012. Oh. Where? I am. I'm telling fibs. I thought I'd read somewhere else. Uh, the system will then be launched several months later across much of the world. The possibility of this slipping into early 2014. So it's still going to be. That's fine. Supposedly released that's, that's potentially twenty thirteen. Sounds about right to me. No, it's fine. Like, yeah, it's fine. Like, I, I'm not ready for a new console, but you know they're gonna spit one out eventually, aren't they? So are you gonna get it right away? Do you think? Jim? No, I I'd never got a console right. Yeah, away. me neither. Like that's the thing. They release it in twenty thirteen. That's fine. I'll get one a year or two years later once I'll, they work I'll, all the bugs out. Because that's the other thing. I, uh, the, the only console I bought on launch was Nintendo 64. Um, yeah, and I, I won't be playing. I won't be buying this one launch. Now, I never do. I never do. Now then, that article uh, was followed up with one at Computer and Video Games that said five launch games that would make you buy it. So, let's go through these and see if they would make you buy the new console day uh, one. Uh, you see? Do you see where I'm going with that? Nope. Uh, okay, first one up. Alan Wake 2, nope. apparently, will make us buy it. So, let's, let's just see what he says. Let's see the it's not a lake. Just it's an ocean. Let's see the justification. It's not an ocean. It's like a big planet with water. Remedy's dark psychological thriller needs a sequel. Especially with that ending. If it just happened to be a launch game on the next Microsoft console, well, let's just say we'd be tempted. The gameplay may have gotten a little repetitive towards the end of the original Alan Wake, but that atmosphere was perfect. It managed to make us feel uneasy simply getting out of the car to look for supplies. As far as we know, Alan Wake is also the only game that has you fight a demon bulldozer. That's something you don't see in games every day. You know why you don't see it in games every day? Because it's stupid! But as as we said, (laughs) 
This needs a sequel for the ending alone. It's just completely left us hanging, hungry for more. What the hell is going to happen next? Actually, what the hell just did happen? What do you mean it's an ocean? Alan? Alan? So there you go. That's the first one up. So is Alan Wade too? No, I'm sorry. Hang on a second. First of all, who's this according to? This is this is computer and video games, which are quite a big site. They're, That's they're not, fine. I just want to make sure that it's clear when they say it will make us want to buy it. Well, I'm asking you, would it make you want to buy it? Well, I know. I'm just saying. I don't want listeners to get the wrong idea. Anyway, what was the other thing I was asking about? <laughs> oh yeah, what's going on at the end? Do you honestly think that they will answer that question in a sequel? What did Assassin's Creed Brotherhood answer about what happened in Assassin's Creed 2? <laughs> Nothing. That's what. <laughs> don't make me laugh. I mean, okay, look, I understand. If you're, like, curious, I want to know more, fine. But don't get it twisted. You're not going to get answers. You're just going to get more questions. So, what, right? so, so do I take that as a no, then, for this? Hell no. <laughs> Ginny, would this make you buy one? Well, Lost answered all their questions. Doing... Yeah, sort of. Going um, to the light. Um, oh, we're all dead. Um, so, yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> nah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really. Right, okay, next one up there. So that's not going to do it. What about this? What about this? I love Callum Wake, by the way. All right, all right. Batman 3. Batman nope. 3. What about? Nope. So, well, let's see what they say first, and then you can make your decisions. Look, they say, yeah, we yeah. We just got Batman 2 now. Well, listen, God. yeah, yeah, we know Arkham City has only just come out, so he's just said that, just what you just said. But we're such massive fans of the Cape Crusader here that we wouldn't be able to resist splashing out on a brand new console to play the sequel. The problem is, where can Rocksteady go from here? Open the whole of Gotham City to explore. If Rocksteady can put together such a gorgeously gothic world like Arkham City on our current generation of clapped-out machines, just think what it could do with the super machines of tomorrow. We're a bit apprehensive about opening up Batman's world too much. We don't want Rocksteady to lose tight control that allows it to create a truly thrilling experience. But we have every faith that the studio will nail yet another game. After all, we were wondering where it could go after Arkham Asylum. They can't do open world. It wouldn't work with this kind of game we all cried as wussies. But oh look, Arkham City's got a 97 on Metacritic. So, so does that, that convince you now? Here's what I gotta say about that. <laughs> I'm glad people like Batman. I think it's awesome. I've been a Batman fan all my life. When I was a kid, my dad got me Batman the Cult. And I was like, oh, my God, what is this you've given me, Dad? But it was an awesome story. And, I mean, I, I've just been a huge Batman fan. All my, I think he's great. But here's what irritates me. Before Batman Begins came out, nobody really cared about Batman. Batman was a has-been, Michael Keaton, a nerd with pimples, whatever. Who cares? Now that the Dark Knight blew up and Arkham City and everything, everyone's like, we love the Dark Cape Crusader. We're just huge Batman fans. I want to know if the people who wrote that really were Batman fans or if they're just along for the ride because it's cool now. Okay. I liked Batman before he was cool. What's the question? (laughs) So so would Batman 3 make you buy the new Xbox? (laughs) Ginny? Terry Uh, for that? No. No. Okay, next one up, right? This one has got to do it, right? Are you ready for this? Are you ready now? <laughs> Get ready. Here we go. Crackdown 3. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> is this a joke? Is this seriously... You're kidding. That's serious? not actually what It is. Say. This is what it says, right? This is what oh, they say. God's okay. sake. Okay, let's see what they've got to say. Okay. Crackdown 2 wasn't quite the leap from the first game we'd hoped for, which is why we want Crackdown 3 to remedy this and create something truly special. That's not to say Crackdown 2 was terrible, 
It had was. some good things going for it. Four-player co-op, for instance, was great, for example. And the magnets, what? grenades, and explosives were a blast. Wait, 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 stop. Read that sentence again? It had some good things going for it. It had some good things going for it. Four-player co-op, for instance, was great. Oh, I thought you meant, like, four-play in co-op. Like, no. I was like, what is that? No. And the magnet grenades were a good... That was a good feature. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And exploded ducks. But some felt it was a bit of a step backwards from the first game. The city lacked colour and just seemed dull compared to the first game. So a new city with a lick of paint would be nice, as would improve shooting and hand-to-hand combat mechanics and get rid of the freaks. For the love of God, get rid of the freaks. Uh, More ridiculous weaponry and supercars will be welcome. Just more instruments of death, essentially. And as for shooting, maybe get rid of the aiming lock-on system and replace it with free aim instead. Or just make the weapons more accurate to begin with. They're useless when you first start off. So while we might not be praising Crackdown 2 here, we can see there is a massive potential for super-powered co-op shenanigans, and we'd definitely be keen to try out Crackdown 3 if the developers fixed all of these issues. So... Crackdown 3, is it going to make so you buy it? if they it? fixed everything that was wrong with number 2, and yeah. they put it on the new console, it would make you want to buy a new console. Is that going to work for you, then? Is that, is that it for you, Duke? you going to do it? No. Okay, Ginny. Nope. Nope. And it ain't going to make me buy it either. So, so far, Alan Wake 2 might have interested me, but the others, nah. Okay, this one. Oh, dear me. Seriously. Okay, next one up. Are you ready? Even I'm getting angry now. <laughs> Even you- <laughs> I know, right? Are you ready? Here we go. Because I haven't actually looked at any of these because I thought I'll save it for myself as well. So I haven't actually looked. Okay. Uh, next one up. Crisis 3. Okay. Uh, we've cracked... Awesome. With Crisis 2 being developed for consoles alongside the PC version, the original getting a console release, and Crytek getting chummy with Microsoft and developing a Kinect exclusive game, you guarantee Crisis 3 will be on Microsoft's console. We know that the general rule for most of that gameplay tops graphics, but don't pretend you don't want to see what Crytek could do with new hardware. We can tell you one thing, it would look absolutely stunning. We can imagine the environments being even more interactive as well. We love throwing Koreans through walls in the first Crisis, and we love throwing chickens at their corpses even more. Crisis 2 sadly lacked destructible environments and the ability to pick up animals and hurl them around, but we're hoping these features will make a welcome return in the sequel. Both Crisis games offered up slick gunplay, free-form combat, and immense scale in the environments, and we love them for that. Here's hoping Crytek delivers a game with Crisis 3. So, what do you think, Chini? Come on. Come on, give us your views. Crisis 3, no. Like, I haven't even played any of the Crisis games, so no. Ah, dear, we're not doing very well here. And also, like, uh, I like they kind of, they think that, you know, it's going to look way better than what Xbox 360 looks now. And I'm not, I'm not that convinced, really. Like, you know, I've, I've seen what top-end PC games look like, and yeah, they look, they do look better than the 360, but it's not like I'm missing out or anything. I've only got one word. Rage. Yeah, Rage looks fine. Yeah. You know, sure there's like, you know, problems with loading and textures and stuff. We know, we, know, get, we get that, but like the way it looks, like the the, the actual graphics uh, that you love, Stu. Yeah. They, I don't think, I don't believe they'll be much better. It's, it'll be the background stuff, you know, like the texture popping and the loading. Yeah, but it's stuff that you're not really taking that much notice. Yeah. 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 So there you go. Yeah. So, uh, Duke, what do you think of this? I'm sure this is going to really wet your whistle. You're going to go for it. You know what? There's nothing wrong with Crisis 2, but still, meh. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, The final one, and I don't don't think this is going to convince any of us. I really don't. Uh, But the final game that they put forward... You've been so successful so far. I know. 
final game that they put forward, and I'm sure maybe this will do it for, for one of you. Maybe it won't. I don't think it's going to, because it ain't doing it for me. Is it, is it made by Rockstar? It isn't, no. No, then you've no. got no style for me. <laughs> uh, but it is Condemned 3. Is nope. What the... Okay. Yeah. So what they're saying is this, and this will bring us on to our next topic quite nicely as it goes. Uh, it's arguably the scariest series on Xbox, and truth be told, with all the power of the new machine, next-gen Condemned could see us ruin our pants. It's undeniably brilliant, though. The department store level from the first game and the abandoned toy factory from the second must rank up there as some of the scariest moments you can find on a Microsoft box. It's a brutal bash of visceral first-person combat which sees a player ripping whatever items they can find from the environment to fend off crazies who are hell-bent on caving your skull in. Since the protagonist is on the hunt for a serial killer, the game also features some light detective mechanics to mix things up a bit, which has players using a variety of tools to investigate crime scenes and look for clues to help them determine what happened. And like Alan Wake, the atmosphere in Condemned is top-notch. The environments are suitably dark and grimy, and you always feel a sense of dread as you navigate each of them. Simply put, Condemned is one of the better horror franchises in recent memory, and the first game was a launch title on 360. We'd love to see the third launch a new generation. So... Final one, condemn three, Duke, go. Meh. Okay, Chinny. Bleh. Fair enough. Uh, if it has a bear chase in it, like two... Oh, that was good, I like the bear chase. <laughs> then we got, we were talking, then we're talking. The, the thing I would say is you don't need a new Xbox to do a new condemn game. If the second one had sold enough, no, you'd you probably done one by now. Because yep. you... You don't need it, and I don't, I don't think... Look how, many, look how many Assassin's Creed's they've got, and why, why have they got so many? Because they sell brilliantly. Yeah, yeah. So let me ask you this, so all those games aside, is there a game that would launch a new console that would make you buy it, or is there GTA something... GTA 5. Yeah, well, that's, that came to mind for me, I've got to say, as well. GTA 5. If GTA 5, so it's like, if Rockstar said, right, Xbox 720, day one release, we're going to be like, thank you, whatever you want, here's my, here's my house. Yeah. I would, I would agree with you. I think that don't, don't give up your house for that. I think no, the pr- no I'll point. They, they can gladly have it. I'll do it with a small on my face. The problem with all the games that they've mentioned here is that none of them, to me, are a big enough franchise to sell consoles. None of them are like, oh, I've got to buy a console to play that. I, I believe that there'll be a there'll be a Halo game lined up for for the launch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Microsoft will get behind it. They'll get Rare doing some stuff. They'll get the casual market in there somehow, like with some Connect support. I don't believe they're going to abandon the Connect. And then they'll get some third-party stuff, like you know maybe some Activision stuff, like some you know some movie tying stuff, or uh, you know a Call of Duty here and there, or whatever. Um, I don't think there's going to be anything. Launch titles, launch launch titles are always a bit meh. Anyway, so. They're, not, they're, they're never really excited. Think of a launch title that's like brilliant now. Yeah. Yeah. So, think, think of one. Uh, think of a game that's a launch title on that and it's still good. Condemned, Condemned. Is, Condemned is probably, it's probably about the only one. Yeah. And like, that's stretching it. You know what I mean? Like, and I'd like, do you know, funnily enough, I was thinking this the other day. It'd be interesting to play that again now and just see if it's as good as I remember. Yeah. See, well, you know, I, I don't think it will be, you know. I still think I'll enjoy it and shit me pants, though. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Um, this is what someone else said should come out on it. This is what someone else just out of interest in the comments. Uh, Gears of War 4, Halo 5, and weird one, Project Gotham Racing 5. Um, <laughs> hmm, I don't think so. <laughs> oh. So, a very interesting one there. 
someone else said Gears of War Pendulum War, Halo 5, Project Gotham Racing again. Jeez, what is it uh, Alan Wake 2, Halo War sequel using Connect. Yeah, that studio closed down also. Uh, and Fable, whatever that is. Some sort of Fable game. Fable something. Fable something. It's better people have just been listing off, you know, exclusives made by Microsoft. Like, but I think then, but that's what you'd expect to a certain extent. Not really, because like Activision will get behind a new launch, you know. EA will get behind I a new launch. I can't wait for that Pendulum game, because the soundtrack's going to be awesome. <laughs> And someone's put here, there's a, well, 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 Ghost Recon Future Soldier 2. Isn't that, isn't that already coming out? Am I going mental? Or? No, that's the, 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 Ghost, the one that's coming out is number one. Oh, well, right, okay. You know, it's like, technically that's it's Grawl 3, but yeah, it's like, yeah, the, yeah. A bit, the, and they're only saying that because Grawl was a launch title for the Xbox 360, so. Mercenaries 3, someone else put. Ugh. And you know what? I'd give it a chance because I'm not ready to give up on the idea of Mercenaries, but. Man, that ain't gonna happen because pandemic and no longer. I know, I know, I know, I know. Anyway, so that's that. So that's that. But talking of condemned, that moves on nicely. Now I don't know what Chini's got prepared because I gave him this, and it was a bit of a, a tall order to be honest in the way that it's written because it's like yeah. a big, massive study research thing. Yeah, thanks for that. Uh, but as it's Halloween, you know, because when this show comes out, it'll only be a couple of days off. There was a study carried out, I say recently, but it's probably a couple of months ago now. I've had this story knocking around for a while, but we're saving it up for Halloween. Uh, but basically, um, some scientists did a study on the scariest uh, 360 games. And uh, Chini is going to talk us through the results. So, and we can agree or disagree whether we think these are the scariest games on the 360. Well, so. ten, that's not, well what's kind of happened is they've done an experiment. So they've got uh, six people, six volunteers, three of which are considered quote-unquote, core gamers, right? And three are considered casual gamers. Um, but what, what they mean by this, obviously, I think, is core gamers, they play games regular, casual gamers, not so much, right? And I won't go through the description. Yeah, don't go through it all. Just, but basically, they, they, give them, they give them a few games to play, right? And then they measure their um, heart rate, their skin temperature, things like that, right? And so what I'm going to do, instead of, I mean, there's a massive kind of, like, breakdown of how they think of it and what they, what they was doing. and I mean, it talks you through the scenes, right? But anyway, I'm just going to tell you what the game is and their final findings. That's what I'm going to do. So their kind of findings and what they found out about how people played that game. So the first game that they gave people, these six people to play, was Alan Wake. We mentioned it on the show, right? Now, did you think Alan Wake was particularly scary, Stu, or...? I think it had its moments. Yeah, its moments. Yeah, I think there was a, the one I particularly remember. There's one where you have to get gas for a truck and you have to go walking around. And I went in. There was some to- now toilets are always a no-no in horror games, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. And you always check every cubicle. There's yeah. never anything in there. And all this yeah. Stuff. And I went in and there was nothing in there. But when I came back through the other way, there was something waiting for me, as it always does. And yeah. I remember nearly jumping out of my skin. So I don't, I don't remember being. I remember being tense. You know, trying to get to the next light source. You know, because you're always on the the edge of trying to get to the next light source. But I don't ever remember being terrified. What about you, Ju? When you played Alan Wake, were you? Good. Nope. Nope. I was just frustrated. <laughs> All right. He's fighting so, bulldozers. <laughs> um, Stephen King, get your heart out. Right. So, uh, so these Alan Wake findings are. I'm just going to read this. This is according to GamesSutra.com, by the way. 
And the filings for Alan Wake were there were four significant moments in the Alan Wake sessions. The initial confrontation provoked a scare response from all types of gamers and was universally a scary moment. Uh, the horror cut scene was possibly designed to scare players, but responses were largely unrelated to fear. The following moment, which sees the player alone in the house, was interesting in that it scares only the casual players, with the core players unaffected. The final moment also managed, uh, but perhaps to a lesser extent, to scare the casual player uh, more than the experienced gamers. The disparity in the player experience between core and casual gamers is illustrated by the post-session player experience diagrams. There's some diagrams below. Most players, especially the casual players, enjoyed Alan Wake. It was a popular choice for the players, and when they were asked which title they wished to continue playing after the session had ended. So they, most of the players actually enjoy it, even the casual ones. Um, and it's, according to these charts, the kind of casual players uh, were more scared and had kind of more of a roller coaster kind of experience with it. Whereas the core players were very, they plateaued at a very kind of like, yeah, that kind of tense, you know, moment. I think Matt, Matt's is a funny, it's just like a flat line, isn't it? <laughs> like, yeah, there's, there's a. He weren't the, bothered at all. Tells you the names of them, like, and there's a guy called Matt, and he's like, at one point he actually goes down. He like, did. Um, <laughs> You know, and, and there's another one, Rosalind, is it Rosalind? Yeah, Rosalind. Rosalind, and, you know, is that a woman's name? Is yeah, it? that's a girl, yeah. And, like, so, like, about halfway, like, it peaks, but most of the time it's it's pretty, like, flat. And then you got, like, Rob and Mike, who are casual gamers, and, it, like, Mike is all over the place. He's going to have a heart attack. So that's quite <laughs> interesting to see that, that that casual gamers found this game a lot more exciting, whereas a, a, a core gamer um, didn't really get scared as less, See, but they, they still enjoyed it. And I have to put, I have to chalk that up to the fact that we think a lot about the psychology of the game developers, whereas a casual gamer probably isn't that close to the mindset of the game developer. Yeah. It's, it's amazing how trained like we are now as gamers to kind of know if you're dying, for example, if you are dying, that's yeah. the game developer telling you that like, you should be doing something else. You know, right, like, right. And, and, and a casual player doesn't really realize this. And, uh, yeah. the, um, you know, the, the, like play, we we understand that a developer is constantly trying to draw your eye. So if a light's flickering or yeah. if, the, if a room is a certain way, you kind of know that you should be going this way. Uh, not always the case, but we we we're just so trained in that in that in that sense. Um, anyway, the next game that uh, these gamers are going to play is Resident Evil Five. Now, what do you think? Do you think the cool gamer is going to be more scared? Do you think the casual gamer is going to be more scared, or do you think it's going to be the same? Uh, which game, sorry? Resident Evil 5. Uh, core gamer. Well, going to be more scared. Now casual gamers are going to be more scared of this, surely. So, the findings here. Um, Resident Evil 5 did not have many moments considered scary by the participants. Most players agreed that the game was enjoyable and appreciated both the spectacle and the fun in the combat parts, yet denied that they were very scared at any point. Uh, this is a quote from Matt, who's a casual gamer. Uh, this is weird, more weird than scary. And Kira said, it's quite cool, but I'm not scared. Despite limited amounts in the way of scariness, though, jumps or fear, Resident Evil did present a very atmospheric setting. Uh, Rob says it's really quite a nice ap- uh, atmosphere. And Kira says these dark tunnels are atmospheric, uh, not really scary, though. The moments of gore also provokes a reaction in some players, particularly the casual gamers, which likely heightened the atmosphere and generated fear. 
In this is a segment that was echoed by at least two of the players in post-play interviews. The game followed an upwardly rising level of self-declared engagement among some of the players with intensity high for the for the closing stages. Though any scariness Resident Evil 5 managed to convey was during the middle sections when the enemy was still unknown and unknown. So basically not very scary for either for either player. Um, and the graphs are kind of like they escalate but they I don't think they're on the same scale as uh, I think what's interesting with this so Rosalind in this case is virtually flat <laughs> with a little peak. Uh, yeah. Kira, who was also a core player, goes really up. So it's always a big up. And then, again, Mike and Rob, it's all over the place. Seen it up and down and up and yeah. down. So, yeah, yeah it's quite it's interesting. I only remember... Generally not scary. No. I remember Resident Evil 5 not really being particularly scary, but I remember that when you're fighting that dude with a big chainsaw was pretty tense. Yeah, it's probably moments like that. It's, it's more tense, you know what I mean, Yeah, than, than, than anything else. Because you're so cumbersome, you know? Like you say, like, oh, walking into the wall there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, stop and shoot. <laughs> uh, the tank controls. Um, the next game is Dead Space 2. Do you think the core games are going to be more scared or the casual gamers? I think they're all going to be scared. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So the findings were... What do, you, what do you think, Duke? What do you think? I think... Let me toss a coin here. Let me, oh, yeah, I think it's going to be casual. Findings. Dead Space 2 not only has occasions in which players were universally frightened, uh, but also revealed multiple... Uh, types of fear responses. The anticipation of confrontation heightened the scariness in the game and increased uh, the potency of the scares when they followed periods of tension. The use of sounds and full scares whereby the shocks represented no threat to the player generated short bursts of fear in the players. Despite this, for some of the times when genuine conflict occurred, players were actually less scared than they were when they thought there was going to be engaged in combat. I can vouch for that. Yeah, definitely. Dead Space 2 is more scary when you're not fighting than when you're actually fighting. Um, it's the build-ups in it, you know? It's the, yeah. it's the kind of, like, when they switch off all the lights and you're like, oh, crap, uh, and then putting them back on and there's nothing there. So that's more scary. Um, some quotes from the guys. Uh, Mike, who's a casual gamer, says, pretty spooky in here. Oh, that was horrible when he sees somebody being uh, getting their throat slashed. And Olivia says, I can't take this. This is so scary. Uh, furthermore, the fast pacing of the game was coupled with scenes of graphic violence. These uh, depictions of the grotesque were far scarier to players when they were presented at moments that they were also scary in other respects, like fight, flight, and surprises, um, than when presented during a sequence in which the player is safe, like in cutscenes or NPC suicides. Gore is apparently only scary when it is featured alongside another scary element. Overall, Dead Space 2 managed to scare every player at least once, and also had moments of immediate fright, sustained tension, and fight-slash-flight conflict-based fear. So what it's saying is, the in-game stuff is more scary than a cutscene. Not really massive... It's pretty much common sense. If you're in-game and some shit's going on, you're going to be more scared than a cutscene or like a kind of like a scene where you you don't really you're just watching um because you know you have to do things you have to manage things there's also enemies coming at you uh it's just common sense really and the graphs are just all over the place for dead space 2 like everybody shit scared at this game even matt who's apparently a cool gamer he's a little bit like up and down up and down up and down i think um, the interesting thing about this is you know it it definitely says that 
interactive cutscenes are the best way to be, isn't it? You know, not yeah, that's what it's taken saying. out yeah. of it. It's saying that that like you know, cutscenes are not scary, which are not really because you know, yeah, uh, we got to get through this. So, Condemned is the next game, and I won't bore you with who you think is going to win. But findings are interestingly, uh, the core gamers were far less frustrated with the game than the casual ones. Indeed, the shocks and jumps were greater in the core gamers. Uh, uh, and they also retained their engagement with the game for a longer time uh, than the less experienced participants. They were quicker to progress through the level and also to absorb the exposition at the start. It is possible uh, that the relative lack of scripted or obvious events confused the less experienced players and the unpredictable nature of the game unnerved the core players. So it was a little bit too abstract for casual players. Um, But not abstract enough. Like it was, it was abstract. Sorry, it was abstract enough for the core players. So it was, it was different enough for the core players to be engaged in. But it was a little bit too strange for and boring. Almost, it's almost like we got a bit yeah. bored. I mean, because it's such a kind of weird concept for a game, really. Um, so the casual players had a very rough time. Uh, Mike, Rob, and Olivia, the casuals, all said that they found it confusing, especially in terms of navigation and any scariness. They felt at the start began to wane by the end. Uh, conversely, both Matt and Rosalind uh, said the game got scarier as it developed with the tension in the building rising gradually as they progressed. So it's complete opposites, really. The, the core got more scared and the casual got less because the casual just couldn't get into it because it was too hard to control, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, what's was- the findings then? So for the core and the casual, what ranking are we then? What do we think is going to be number one? Uh, so... Uh, yeah, what, what do you, do you, have you seen the answers? Do you, do I have, but Duke probably hasn't. So, Duke, what do you think is the number one scary game? After so, for, for core gamers, Duke, what do you think was scarier for core gamers? Dead Space 2, Condemned, Resident Evil, or Alan Wake? Dead Space 2. Brilliant. Well, you got it right. Am I right? What do you think the, um, the result is for casual gamers? Uh, Alan Wake. No, it's still Dead Space 2. Yeah, and the least scary game for the core gamers was Resident Evil Five, which I kind of agree with. Yeah, no. and the least for the casuals is Condemned because they couldn't really get into it. Which is a so, shock, isn't it? Because Condemned for me is a scary game. It yeah, is a, it is a pretty scary game. Condemned. So basically, uh, it's got to have it's 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 got to find that middle ground of being approachable and also, um, you know, kind of kind of hardcore enough for the core gamers. You know what I mean? And Dead Space 2 seems to do the best job. Whereas Alan Wake also does a good job of it as well. Uh-huh. Well, it's kind of interesting for Halloween, so there but you it, go. If it's unusual, if it's an unusual game and it has different elements and people are not used to it, uh, then it might not do so well. Like Condemned. Yeah, I think because, you know, Dead Space 2 has a lot of scripted events, especially at the beginning of that game, you know, where you're sort of trying to get escape from the mental bit and you're in a straitjacket and all that really scary stuff going on. Yeah. Um, I think it certainly sticks you straight into the story, and you know you pretty much know what's going on. There's no confusion as to what's happening to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas I think Condemned is a little bit more abstract, and it, it's a lot more slow burn. It builds up slowly, and I think that's probably the biggest difference between those games. Well, yeah, that's kind of cool. Is there any um, scary games coming out for Halloween? Because usually a lot of Dead Space or something. But... No, I haven't. <sighs> I can't think of anything. The only the only thing I do know is that um, Team Fortress 2 on the PC is doing a special uh, Halloween version of it. 
And I believe you can play as, and I don't know whether this is for the Halloween, but I heard you can play as Charlie Brown or something. It's something really weird. The only only scary games that I've gone about is Dead Rising 2. Um, Yeah, Dead Rising 2. Red Dead Redemption Game of the Year edition. I don't think there's anything. It's weird, really, because there's always one, isn't there? There's one kind of game... Trying to cash in. Battlefield 3. <laughs> it's going to be scary, there's, apparently. Oh, my God. What? There's, a N, there's an NCIS game coming out. Oh, <laughs> God. Oh, Chinny. It looks like CSI's got a competitor on the loose. So what's that, then? What is that? So let me just click on this. this is, I've just found this out on play. So this is, this is always a good sign. When you click on a game on play, and it doesn't have the box art, it just has the NCSI... So NCIS logo on there. It doesn't have a box art or anything. It's just like, yeah, $40, so £40 is going to be released. Yeah, that's it. Um, brilliant. Can't wait for that game. I have so no, idea. no idea. It's just a CSI game. Right? Well, NCIS is a rip-off. That show is a rip-off of CSI. So hopefully the game could be a rip-off of CSI. So who's, ma- who's making it? That's a good question. Now, anyway, uh, while you're looking at Ubisoft, the house, Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Yeah. Hmm. They no, also okay. make the uh, CSI. It could be the same people. I know. I was just thinking. I was it thinking it'd be the be same the... game. It's just going to be the same. Yes. Oh, you're going to love that, aren't you? you love. <laughs> they're your guilty pleasure. They are. <laughs> they're not guilty pleasures. I enjoy them. I admit to them. They're your guilty pleasures. <laughs> um, if you admit to something, then that's kind of guilty. <laughs> now you say I'm proud of it. I don't care who knows. That's not a guilty pleasure. But if you admit to it. Now moving uh, on. Sorry, I'm just trying to find out. Okay, <laughs> Battle... he's not moving on. I know. As we know, Battlefield Three is releasing at the end of this week. Okay, it's coming. It's coming at some point anyway. Don't know when. Yeah. It's coming twenty eighth apparently. So it's coming. <laughs> yeah, I guess it tomorrow for you, Duke. If you really wanted to go and get it, It'll be tomorrow for you, won't it? Anyway. Yeah. There's there's this weird thing, right, that on the 360, there's an optional install. And if you don't do it, apparently it's like playing the game in standard definition. Now, what? I know, I know, listen, listen. On the PS3, it forces an install, and that installs this high-def pack. Uh, but if you don't do it on the 360, you, you, you've got to install this high-res texture pack. What? I don't understand why any of this is happening. But oh, God. Is... Now, it looks massively different without the install. But again, it's only the side stuff. If you... There's a few comparison videos out already, and stuff like tyres have no treads on them or anything. If you're looking at, like, say, uh, like a piece of magazine or a piece of paper with stuff on in the game, it's completely blurred. There is no... You can't see anything on it. When are you looking at pieces of paper? No, no, but I'm just saying. Battlefield. It, listen, listen. It's it's all the sort of textures are missing. All the like, you know, the textures on things. So, like, say tires have no treads on them. So, but again, I, I mean, okay, look. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's weird to have to install extra graphics. <laughs> but why does it matter if the tires have treads on them or not? I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that it affects on, a lot of textures. Whatever you're talking about isn't as important as what I'm going to say right now. <laughs> it's about NCIS. Oh, so NCIS. Who's no. going on about tire treads? Chinny's talking about NCIS. Now, listen, if you're worried about 
high definition graphics, then <laughs> you I'm don't not. need to worry about them on <laughs> NCIS because for it kind of looks like Stu Fahrenheit, all right, but like real. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like a point and click adventure game. <laughs> no, well there is an arrow there. But look, there's bits where you're walking along ledges and shit. Like, mm. and like, there's a bit, you know, that thing that you hate in like Max Payne, Duke, where you have to balance on a plank. Yes, a bit like that. Oh Christ! <laughs> Game of the year. Fuck you, Paul. Oh, you're gonna have that, aren't you? But uh, I mean. Some of these comparisons. What game are you talking about now? Battlefield Three with oh, the right, HD, okay. pe- you know, without their HD texture pack and with the HD texture pack installed. Though, right, just going back to these tires, right? I know you're going, oh, tires. What the hell are you? T-? But they're like they're like hexagonal shaped. They're not even like round. They're like got they've got oh corners. hexagonal. Oh my but god! Like tires with corners, man. It's like something off a of PS2. <laughs> it's like what's going on? But apparently, the reason they've had to do this is because. Uh, there's obviously 360 without any hard drives on them, so they had to make it optional. Uh, but obviously, it's using the streaming off the hard drive to load these textures in, which they couldn't do from the disc. Also, I don't know. It's all a bit like we don't really know why they're doing it. Um, I just think it's weird that you have to download your textures. Yes, it's very weird and dumb. But on the other hand, why are they bothering with tire tread textures? It's not. It's it's on a lot of things. Even the anti-aliasing looks different. There's like all the shadows have edges to them. You know, like angular edges. It looks yeah. it looks very sort of old-fashioned. I've got to say, oh, without I'm, it. I'm so excited that it's there. <laughs> yeah, just oh, you can get to. <laughs> oh, We're doing like three different podcasts now. I know. You know. I know. Here's the thing I'm looking forward to in Modern Warfare Three. I can't, I can't so... believe it. Like, it's passed me oh, by. You know what I mean? It's, imagine, Stu, that there was, like, a, a journey. The people who made Journey, like, was just coming out with another game and you didn't really know. Uh, yeah, I want to play Journey found, first, though. <laughs> you just found out. You know what I mean? Oh, that's fantastic news. <laughs> so, I wish I started out my Oh, who'd already. have known you could get so excited? Yes, they're great, though. They're so fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so exciting. Uh yeah, well the texture hold the texture thing with the the battlefield right. Um, who cares? Because NCIS is coming out now, uh, <laughs> right? Uh, I suppose, I suppose is a little bit, but like, what? Why would you get this? Like, do you have to buy? No, I think you just install it. If you, I, I don't get it. I think from reading it, you just install it when you put the game in. If you install it to your hard drive, it loads up the texture pack at the same time. So is this on the disc? Yeah. Yeah, so you don't have to pay. Do you have to install the whole game or just this? this no, I think you have to install the whole game to your... To That's your, bollocks. To your no, you, you don't have to. Don't, you don't have to no, you don't have to. You can play it without, but obviously you don't get the high-res textures. Uh, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think that's true. Well, just look. Just look. That's no, how it works. That's how it I believe. I think that's bollocks. I believe because what it does, it manages how it streams it from your hard drive or something. I, I'm almost sure... That you have to install the whole game to you. I might be wrong. I, might be I wrong. think. I think if you don't have a hard drive, then I, I think what will happen: you put a disc in, and it give you an update or something, and it'll say install this small thing on your hard drive, and it's just. But then, if, if that was if that was all it was, it would run on any 360 then, because yeah, you have they all install... have some memory on them. Yeah, but you have to. In... Yeah, but like it might be too a little bit too big for the internal memory or something. But it's not installing the whole game. No, yeah, maybe. Maybe. It's just Maybe. this little pack or something on the disc that you have to put on. Yeah. I think that's what it'll be. Yeah, it just says say I don't that. think it's a big Text. deal. Uh, I don't think it's a big deal. I've got a hard drive anyway. Who cares about those? 
Right. Well, at that point, uh, uh, it is time. Yeah, I guess you're right. Who cares? It is time for some more confessions. Oh, sorry, wrong thing. It's got a last one. Kid, why don't you spill your guts? Tell us everything. Thing, 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 thing. Everything. Okay, I'll talk. Okay, are we ready for some confessions, guys? Are you, have you I'm ready. Your, have you got your uh, forgiving heads on? I'm all strapped in. I love my B-I-B-L-E. Yeah, I have no yeah. idea what that's spelled. No, no, do I really. Yeah. I love my B-I-B-L-E. Oh, Bible. <laughs> Are you ready for your question? Yes, I'm ready. Are you dapper? Yes, I am dapper. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had to think about that then. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, it's a good job. Not really. Spelling things. It's T-O-U-G-H. <laughs> yeah, tough. Yeah, I get it. Okay, you ready? Here we go. Uh, the first one we have is from Jerry Timblin. Jerry Timberlake, man. This obviously will follow the same form. A few short ones and then a big one. So here we are. These are the short ones. Well, I like big ones. Uh, guys, I have a confession. I look forward to my player having sex with Miranda a little too much. So. Mm. What, wait, what? So basically, oh, when he's playing so Mass Effect. So they're really into the getting jiggy with it on uh, Mass, Mass Effect. Effect. Yeah. I see. So, Next up is the sleeping with the body pillow. <laughs> so what do you think? What do you On think? Thirty Rock. Uh, so depends. Think? Depends how much. Yeah, like, I mean that doesn't give us much to. I mean, if, if they feel weird about it, that's a bad sign. If he's in his pants, getting ready for it. It's <laughs> so, a problem. So what you're saying is, if he's if he's locked out his love salami, right, yeah. and he's waiting to get it on on screen with Miranda to do yeah. a bit of jiggy. Yeah, he's got he's got issues. Better five finger shuffle, all right? <laughs> Too much of anything. Is uh, you, you're saying that's a bit wrong. Is that that's a little bit like hey, you yeah, that's kind of. I mean, because hey, don't get me wrong. Like I was kind of looking forward to it, but I wasn't like. I was whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a What you were looking forward to that as well? I was like, <laughs> all right. I wasn't like, oh, I can't wait for. Did this. you but, have it? Did you have your love sausage out as well? Were you sat there? No, I did not have my penis out <laughs> when I had sex in a game with Miranda. No. I'm just asking. Well, <laughs> no, I didn't. But I was like, hey, can't wait to get it on with her. She's pretty cool looking. Okay. You know I mean? Duke ever had any sexual? Yeah, but she's an evil idiot. So uh, I was an evil idiot in Mass Effect, so he was perfect for it. Well, as long but as also, also perfectness there. It is true to say she's a bit kinky because she did want to get it on in the engine room, didn't she? You know, it wasn't just any old. Yeah, it's shit. nothing. But she's on a power trip. She wants to be near the power. She wanted to get greased up. That's what it was. Whatever. <laughs> no one woman should be able to handle all that. <laughs> so thanks a lot, Chenny. I was trying to do other things. So anyway, back to back to what he has to. Do we give forgiveness, or or does he have to do some? Self-flagration of some description, hitting himself with a whip yeah. with nails on to make himself forget about his sexual feelings. What do you Not think? about that? But like he has to do something. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Duke? <laughs> so yes, repent. Play a killer's dream. <laughs> there you go. I love that. That's just that punishment. Priority. That is just the standard <laughs> right. punishment. It's like now. doctors yes. in like. It's like doctors in Blackadder where they just go, six leeches for headaches, please. You know, like, it's, it's leeches yeah. for everything. Uh, techno Chopper. 
There you go. That's what he oh, needs yeah. to do. Buy a techno chopper for five hours. Yeah, techno <laughs> chopper. That's what he needs to do. Now. That's not healthy. <laughs> uh, no, that's that, that. He does need some punishment. Play a killer stream and tell us about it. Okay, here we go. Another quick one. This one's from Greasy Fish Lips from Marty. And he says this. Uh, when I got my new 320 gigabyte Gears of War Xbox, I traded in my faulty 250 gigabytes. It kept on getting memory error problems, and I gave it in as fully working. So so he, he traded in a faulty console to get a brand new one, and they didn't yeah. know that it was faulty. So I, I, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I have no issues with that. I've done that. You tried it nothing, into, to re- nothing to confess. Go no, on about your business. No. You, you tried it into a company who fucking rob you blind when it comes to trading games. So, uh, yeah. And to be honest, right, I, I don't think he even has to play a killer's dream for that. I think that's fine. I, you no, know. I think he should be rewarded. I think he should yeah. treat himself. Yeah. Nice. You don't have to play a killer's I, dream. Because I got, if you remember rightly, I got the Red Ring of Death on one of my original consoles yeah, and yeah. turned it off. And then he came back on, and I took it to the shop, didn't I? And traded in, in the next day and got a new one, <laughs> and never said a word. So I've yeah. done that as well. Yeah, naughty. These, these stores rob us enough, like you know. Just like... Okay, um, before our long one, I have got one more short one to mention. Oh. All right, and this is from friend of the show, who even has a saying after his name, uh, Alan Tang. Otherwise known as Tangy Tango Juice of the fame Alan Tang Syndrome. Is that when you don't finish games? That's right. That's when you don't finish games. Now, interestingly, Year 4, from this confession, he finished every game he got. So let's, let's read his confession. Are you ready for this? Right. Uh, oh, well, actually, this explains it. Before I, before I got my Xbox 360, I used cheat codes on every single game I played. And when I say every game, I mean every game on the PS2, Game Boy, the original Xbox. I was so lazy, I didn't want to put any effort into playing any game when I was very young. So basically, he put cheating for every single game. Never played it as intended. That's pretty bad. That is pretty bad, isn't it? Every game. Every Everybody, game. Everybody does a little bit of cheating here and there, but every game... I mean, GTA could be forgiven, the old ones, but every game. Every game. Every game. Every game. Really? Really? Really. I mean, Alan Tang, he's getting worse, isn't he? So, apart from, right, not finishing any games on his Xbox 360, prior to that, he cheated on every single game he got. God. I think his punishment should be try and finish GTA 3 without cheating. Oh, that's a toughie, isn't it? Surely, because if he can do that, I mean, good luck with that. <laughs> that's a toughie. That is. That is. Yeah. A I don't uh, know how. You, I don't know how you would finish that game without cheating. Like, yeah. I my, think... my, uh, my mate who who just joined the forums, by the way, um, finished the whole of the getaway without knowing that you could regenerate your health by leaning on the wall. So the getaway, there's this thing where you lean on the wall to regenerate your health, right? Yeah. And that's how you got your health back. And he played the whole game not knowing that. And he just used to play the whole... Like, he didn't even know. And he was like, oh, I don't know until the end. Like, you wow. idiot. Wow. So you don't pay attention to tutorials then? And he's like, no. Was there an actual tutorial in that game? Yeah, there was. Because yeah. all the games didn't have them much, though, did they? It was just like, here you go, get on with it, see you later. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. Mm, it's a film. still told you, like, the... And plus, the, like, manuals was in the games then as well, so... Each yeah, but who read them, really? He Come should on. have knew, boy. You know, have... manuals were cool, and I like manuals, but no one used to read them, did he? To yeah, begin if with. You didn't, 
if you didn't know how to do things, then you read the manual. That's right. That's right. Which I did with Oblivion when I got that and couldn't work out how to play it, and then suddenly everything clicked into place when I actually read what you had to do. Um, okay, so... Uh, you know, I'm sorry. I hate to interrupt, but uh, Yahoo Answers is such a strange place. Yeah, it is. It's just so weird. Oh, yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Stu. I'm done. You got some crazy stuff on there. Um, oh. So, yeah, needless to say, I think you should play Techno Chopper and A Killer's Dream at least five times each for that one. And a bit of that as well. Techno Kitten Adventure, you can also play that because I think yeah. you really need to repent for, for cheating in your younger days. Oh, but yeah, obviously he's older now and he has seen the light. Playing games with cheat codes is sort of like giving yourself an artificial amount of power. Ever seen do a screen from the 80s Got a nice ring to it I guess every superhero need his theme music No one man should have all that power I think the only thing I don't get with... I mean, I, I occasionally, if I'm really, really, really stuck and I've tried everything, you know, and I can't figure out... Like, like the Mr. Like Batman's. Like the Mr. Freeze thing, right? The, uh, what was the point of spending more time not knowing where to go? Well, the so I just went to location of finding out yourself. Yeah, but then I would never have probably... Yeah, didn't you learn anything from Jonathan Blow? I wouldn't have worked it out. I wouldn't have worked it out, though. I would have just gone... You're just being hard on yourself. You need no, to have more just, confidence. I'd have just given me walking around in circles for another hour, and then I'd have wasted more time when I could have been playing the rest of the game. So... You know, I think that's fine just to go and have I'm a I'm sure that's what he would say about yeah, I yeah. just get an easy answer instead of playing the game. Anyway, whatever. No one man should have all them walkthroughs. But I'd rather do that than <laughs> get frustrated and stop playing the game. You know what I mean? Anyway, here is our final one. And it is off another friend of the show. Friend of the show. Off Dan. You know, came with us to Eurogamer. And, Everybody, uh, everybody's a friend of the show. I know, I was thinking that actually, but you know. Anyway. Well, we've met him, so he's even more of a friend in a way. Uh, yeah. We know him, and he Suit works. For, and he Dan. works for me. No, 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 Dan, who uh, works for me. Oh, Fletch. Yeah, Fletch, Zibit, Fletchy boy. Anyway, he says this. He says, "Hello, guys. Uh, my gaming confession is from a very, very long time ago, back in oh. 1995, when I was a five years old. Gee, five years old. I had a Sega Mega Drive with a mainly Disney games and kids games, as you would." as well as sensible soccer, even though I was rubbish at it back then. Well, my confession is that one day, when I was in town with my dad, I spotted Disney's Aladdin game for the Mega Drive, and after seeing the film, I wanted it a lot. So upon seeing it, I asked my dad to get it for me, to which he said I'd have to wait. As soon as we got out of the shop, I started bawling my eyes out until he grabbed his wallet and gave me the £5 it cost, so I immediately shut up went in merrily and asked for the game in cash converters and got home. Then I found out there was a cheat to skip a level. When I found it too hard, I just pressed A and B to skip the level so I didn't have to bother. So not only, not only uh, did he, like, blackmail his dad with emotional antics, you know, and started crying and having a tantrum outside the shop, but when he found out there was a cheat to skip levels, he just started doing that every time he got stuck. What do we think of this? That's pretty bad. You know, that's yeah, that is... just. Uh, that's not good, man. That's, that's not good. That's it's really not, not good. Not on. Five, mind you, know. he was only five, so he was quite young. Yeah, kids are stupid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what can his punishment be? He's got to be punished for this, I think. That's a big punishment for this, I think. What do you think, Stu? I, I, I don't know. 
Uh, I think he should play Quantum of Solace because that's a terrible game. And we're trying to punish the man, not reward him with <laughs> awesomeness. <laughs> oh, do you know what he should do? Do you know what I think he should do? What? I think he should rent Dark Souls out and play it for two hours because he he will die countless times, won't he? You know, and that that is punishment for anybody. That is, and you should get his dad to watch him. Yeah. How about yeah. this? He could answer 50 questions on Yahoo Answers. <laughs> that would be a harsh punishment. Yeah, let's make him do that. I'm Player Killer's Dream. I'm yeah. Techno Chopper. But yeah, God. Uh, have, you, have, cool. have any of you guys used emotional blackmail to get something you wanted like that? No, yeah. no. Like, not really, no. Like, I, I, was, I was weird as a kid because I never really wanted anything. Like My mom and dad used to always get frustrated. Like, like, what do you want for your birthday? I was like, no, nothing, I'm all right. Now I'm I'm almost sure Duke told us of a story when he did something like that as a kid. Yeah, no, I didn't. I'm what? sure. I'm sure you. No, 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 no. What happened when I was a kid was just miscommunication. It was just confusion. I was, I was just like, yeah. yeah, like my parents didn't understand that I wanted the game, so he they went to get me a bike, and I was like, I mean, yeah. I, I was happy enough to get a bike, but I was like, I want the game, and they're like, okay. Yeah, like, but did you get the game I, and the yeah. bike? Yeah, you got but I wouldn't. I didn't care about the bike. They got me the bike because they wanted me to have a bike. But just me, but didn't you go? I didn't want a bike. I wanted a game. But that was just because I was sad. I wasn't trying to be manipulative. I was just like I didn't think I was getting the game I wanted. But they didn't understand that I wanted the game in the first place. So it wasn't about manipulation or blackmail. I was just trying to make myself understood. Nah, same difference. Whatever. Yeah, no, it's not the same difference. So if you, so if Millie comes to you and she's like, Dad, I, I, I feel like I'm not really saying what I mean well. You're gonna go, stop trying to blackmail me, kid. No, right. If Millie, right, if we bought Millie a bike, right, for her birthday, and then yeah. she came over, go, but, 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 but I wanted really a game. Wanted- uh, an easy bake oven or something, and she was upset. You'd be like, "We got you a bike. You should be happy. I don't care what you actually wanted." Yeah, that's exactly what I do. I go, well, I'll take the bike off you. I go, what do you mean you don't want a bike? How ungrateful are you? I'm right. Well, you can, you're not I having the bike being either. Grateful. God, jeez. You know, I, I know what like, I would do. I know what I, I know what I would do. <laughs> As a kid, I got I got like a video because we didn't have DVDs back then, kids. Um, I got a video that I, I really wanted. Um, Father Ted, you know, Father Ted. The yeah. uh, I really want that on video, like and. My dad, like, kind of, my mom and dad were like bastards like that. They'd always, like, tease the wrong thing and then get to me something else. Right? But, and, like, they got me. No, sorry, what I really wanted was Bugs Life. I wanted Bugs Life on video. Right? Because it's a bit of a difference between Father No, no, well, the, I got it mixed up. So I was a Bugs Life, right? <laughs> and I was like, I can't wait for Bugs Life. I love the Pixar films. I love Toy Story. And, like, they got me Father Ted. And, like, I loved Father Ted, and I, I think I've still got it somewhere on video. But I really wanted Bugs Life. But I didn't say, like, oh, I really wanted Bugs Life. I just went, oh, thanks. That's all I did. I just, I just <laughs> didn't say Well, anything. you have better emotional. How old were you? I was about nine, ten. Uh, well, you have better emotional control at the age of nine than I did at well, the I'll age tell you what, of seven I, or whatever. I had that happen to me twice as a kid. Twice as a kid at Christmas. Right? One Christmas, right? I, w- I really wanted, now I don't think Chinny will know what this is because I don't know whether it was around for him or whether it was a bit earlier than that. Uh, but there was a game called Crossbows and Catapults, right? 
and basically you had to like it was two players and you had to build a fort each and then you had these plastic crossbows and catapults with elastic on and it fired things at each other and the first person to demolish the other person's fort won the game right and it was proper cool and everybody wanted it right and i really really wanted it for christmas and what i got was a game called i want to bite your finger Right. Oh, I remember. yeah, I remember you telling me about it. Oh my god! And it was like it was like it had these two little like felt tip red felt tip pens in, and it was this really crappy vampire game, right? And if you landed on a special square, you had to stick your finger in his mouth and then press his head. And if his head went down and bit your finger, then you obviously lost. You had to go back three places or something stupid. And obviously, if you didn't, then you <laughs> stay right. Well, after three presses, it broke. So not only did I not get the game I wanted, but it then broke within about three goes of doing it, right? I'm like, that game was rubbish. And then, and I never said anything, though. I never went to me, Mum, what are you buying that shit thing for? I wanted crossbows and catapults. What were you thinking? Uh, so I didn't do that. Okay. So I'm acting ungrateful now. But at the time, I just took it on the chin and I accepted that's what I've been giving them. Went, oh, oh for all that. y'all Brits have such stiff upper lips. I don't know what to say. You're just <laughs> paragons of virtue. <laughs> to be fair, though, that is what British people are like, dude. It like, is. Uh, no, we don't really complain. We don't. We're just like. Eh. Well, you know, I was a Jewish child, so it's, oh, what is? Oh, come on. Is, is this the best you can do in a bike? I mean, not, not that I'm not ungrateful. I'm just, you know, I'm saying what I really wanted, you know. Oh, I was kvetching, yes. Kvetch. Let me tell you some people. Don't if you're done with Yahoo Answers, look up <laughs> Clostridium difficile infection. Oh yeah, see did. how you fix that. Uh, you, it's very difficult to fix because it's a spore-forming bacteria. Uh, so the only true way of getting rid of it is to use um, an actual solution. That's uh, <laughs> usually uh, has tabs. Has tabs are a really good way of getting rid of Clostridium difficile bacteria because that also gets rid of the spore-forming bacteria as well at the same time. What the hell yes. are you talking about? I, I have, I just, it's scary that Stu knows how to fix that. And that is how you fix it. knows what it is. Apparently, a stool injection will work as well. Oh, if you've actually caught it. Yes. Ah, right. I thought you meant how to get, get rid of it Get some healthy afterwards. stool from someone else. Yeah, I don't think that's how you get rid of clostridium. Well, according to this MSNBC article, after 52 years of marriage, Pat Shoup thought she'd shared every intimacy possible with her husband, Bob. Yeah. A lot of people die when they get it as well. It's extreme. A spousal stool transplant, yes. A dose of Bob's feces might be the Ah. only way to save her life. Oh, my God. Let's move on. So anyway, but if you if you fear you've had that, to clean everything up, you need a hypochlorite solution. That's the uh... right. Like I said, let's move on. <laughs> no, <laughs> see, you never knew I'd know anything about Clostridium difficile. There you go. You're right. I didn't think you'd know anything about it. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, so that's confessions done for this week. So yeah, everybody get playing the Killer's Dream and Techno Chopper and yeah, uh, Dark Souls. I think is a good. <laughs> Right, before we uh, finish up and get the hell out of here, uh, sadly, we have no emails this week. Oh, jeez. We have had, but they're all... Why aren't you emailing us, people? Come on, get to work. We have, but they've all it's been, been confessions. Three days. They've all been confessions, and obviously we've got to save up the confessions and do them and as we go. And we read all the... Why don't save up the confessions? Well, we haven't done all of them. We read all the know. emails last week from we've got to, on last week's show. So we need some more. But before we go, we have got a new feature for this week. Are you ready for this? New feature. Yeah. I don't have a theme song, I don't think. 
weird things on Craigslist. <laughs> right. So I'm kind of stealing uh, Greg DeLacy's thunder, I think. You know, weird stuff I find on the internet. But anyway, uh, this this comes from a posting on Craigslist Green Lake. I don't know where Green Lake is. Maybe someone knows. Hi, I am looking for a female housemate. I have an entire upper floor to rent out in my Green Lake home. It is a very nice and big place. The common areas are downstairs, such as the office, the kitchen, family room, and entertainment room. Please note that I do like to masturbate in the common areas, so you may see me doing that from time to time. Hope that is okay. Let me know if you are interested or have any questions. Thanks. Uh, you know, I have a question. Oh, my God. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> Ginny, you know, what the hell bad, were you thinking? Uh, you know, it's a bad sign when he says, uh, I'm looking for a female housemate. <laughs> and by that's the way, your first warning. Just forget it. Close the tab. By the way, I just masturbate in public areas in my oh. house. Which are oh, sort hey. of public, but you might see me doing it. If he lives it. on his own, he can do what he wants. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but uh, all I'm saying is you don't advertise that when you try Why? to Why would you? So it's like, is, is that like the trade-off? You get the whole top floor of my house, but you might have to watch me masturbate from time to time. <laughs> hey, if it's a right right, then <laughs> you, you know, know what I mean. Oh my, god. oh my god! I think I, I thought I'd heard it all, and now everybody I thought they were I getting have. video game stuff. I know. Nope. Right. Well, in that in that case, if the, oh my god! Right. Move okay. On. That was posted by a Brad Pitt. Brad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah, all the women are interested now. Well, do you know, I think we're all out of stuff to talk about for this week because, you know, unfortunately, we did only record about three or four days ago, so we really haven't done a lot since then. Well, you know what? Um, There's only so much you can force into a podcast. And, we'll and just be online under it here. Yeah, you've just got to do what you've got to do. Look, there's no point talking if we haven't got anything left to talk about for this week, and I that often, really is it. I also wonder like, what people do when they listen to us. About I know. Master, masturbate on the... You know, <laughs> while, while, in Green Lake... Whilst again, you're on with Miranda on Mass Effect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I always think that. Like, what do people do when they listen to the show? So email in. I'll tell you this. What? Sometimes when I listen to Overseas Connection or another video, Play Vault, I'll be washing dishes. Washing dishes. And walking the dog sometimes. The Although the Duchess do. walks the dog nine times out of ten. So. When do you listen to podcasts, Joe? Yeah? Uh, I tend to listen when I'm cooking. When I'm cooking stuff at home, so like this week, for instance, I have made uh, I made a beef stew, made a beef stew. I made a fish pie. You made a beef yourself? Ah ha! Ah ha! I made a fish pie today. I made uh, some uh, leek and potato soup, and I also made some vegetable and lentil soup. So I've been doing lots of cooking and stuff. Oh, and I made some chili as well. I made a chili as well. So I made lots of stuff this week. Why don't you write a book? And whilst I'm cooking, I'm listening. That's when I listen. And when I'm driving between sites at work as well. That's when I listen when I'm driving. Yeah, so I'll do it then. That's when I do and it. When when, cop, when cops are trying to pull me over, that's also when I listen to the podcast. Yeah. 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 So that's what I do. Also in jail, that's when I listen. So we do need uh, to do some shout-outs and get the hell out of here. Yes. So, uh, Chinny, to you first. Shout-outs for this week. Um. Shout out to um, <laughs> uh, what's uh, in this room. Uh, 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 shout out to uh, Twister um, lollipops. Uh, well, you know, ice creams, Twisters. Remember those, Stu? Yeah, yeah, I remember. I'm one of those now, so yeah. shout out to them. 
Um, shout out to Xbox and, uh, and PlayStation. Well done. You know, you had a good run. We've enjoyed you. Uh, and that's it, really. Excellent. <laughs> uh, I have no shout out. I don't what do you want. Like, shout out to my mate Matt who finally joined the goddamn forums. Yeah, there you go. That's a good shout out. Yay. And also, he's got my Portal 2, and he, he's only played like the first like 10 minutes of it. And he, I keep telling him, play it, play it, play it. And he's like, come oh, on, yeah. I just want to play F1. So, can we all give him a bollocking, please? Yes. Can everybody on the forums give M. God, get it M- sorted. MW883 a bollocking about not playing Portal 2 and send him messages. Hit that guy. His game attack is all bomb power, all right? And send him messages on Xbox saying, play Portal 2. What's, yeah. his, what's his game yeah. attack? Yeah, what's his game attack? Let me write it down. What all that power. What's his game attack? What I've already it? used that joke on him. <laughs> um, well, I just uh, used it again. Come on, read it slowly so everyone gets it. What is it? Albon Power, all one word. A-L-B-O-N, Power, all one word. So, send him a message saying, play Portal 2. And he's blonde as well. Put that in. Right, I will I will do it. I will do it. I mean, what a wanker. Just, come on, I hate you. Jeez, uh, what's your problem? Do you know, I always makes me laugh when an American says so, wanker. He's like, yeah. Oh, I've got to be in the mood to play a single-player game. Oh, dear me. Get it sorted. Sort it out. There is no, there's no excuse. Games. That's it. He's just like, do you want to play Worms? Do you want to play Snooker? Do you want to play Formula One? That's almost like a confession. I think he needs to go and play A Killer's Dream as well, just to make up for it. God, no. He'll never want to play his Xbox again. Yeah, just do that for being so yeah. bad. Being so bad. Jerk. Yeah, idiot. Hate you. All right, careful. He's my mate. Yeah, whatever. Idiot. <laughs> Best game this year, nearly. Well, could be, potentially. Still could be my game of the year. I don't know. I'm not decided yet. But, yeah, what are you doing? He has, got a, good, he has got a good taste in games, but he doesn't play that many. Well, apparently not. Yeah. He, play, he just plays he doesn't recognize how awesome Portal 2 is. No. I, I, I t- he took no idea. He ages to play Portal 1, and then he played it. He went, yeah, that was all right, actually, yeah. I, like, I know. <laughs> and he still hasn't finished that later on. Well, oh, why do you do Mind you, I can't blame him for that. He's on the third oh. disc. Yeah, but he's on the third disc of Elena One. He's like, yeah, I'll finish it. I was like, you're on the third disc. What are you yeah, doing? You're in the end run, dude. You got to use terms he can understand. F1, okay. You're, it's a 20-lap race, and you're on the 18th lap. There you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll play. Get, yeah. Him, get him sorted out. Um, well, I've got, I've got a few shout-outs. I've got a shout-out to Super Dragon Dan because he's finally sent a confession in for us. Finally. Yeah, So, but we're not ready yet. No, no. I've also well, next week. I've also got to shout out C Fox because she's also sent in a confession. Oh yeah, and and I'm going to shout out my daughter Millie because she's written one in pencil for me because she's <gasps> even she's got a confession for gaming. Oh snap! But I said she'd have to wait because we've got other stuff to do. Other people. Even these yeah. kids have got confessions. I know. Yeah, she has, she's got one. Um, I'd also also like to shout out uh, Think Flow Games. Think Flow, Flow Games, because they've sent us an at tweet uh, thanking us for our review of their game Blocky. So that's from yeah. Matthew Harrington. Well, two of us reviewed it. One of us well, reviewed it. Two of us reviewed it. I was, I was nice about it. You were horrible, so I'm not sure why. I wasn't horrible. I was trying to be uh, fair. You should hear me when I'm being horrible. You've heard me be horrible. Look, I wasn't being horrible. You weren't even prepared to give it a chance. You were just all about Whatever. <laughs> And Chini, he just even played something else. He played some play, hockey game or something. I played a hockey game. He played some hockey game. It was crap. 
Uh, and also... Otherwise, it they need to be more open-minded. Well, fuck you, Stu. <laughs> well, Gladys, watch your mouth. Come on. Know, family show. I know. I didn't even know she could <laughs> swear. That's really weird. Yeah. Um, and I've also got a little competition uh, going on. So I thought I'd quickly mention that. Uh, I put it for tweet, and I put it on Facebook. And, uh, yeah, I'm asking people to do us some gaming-related pumpkins and send us pictures in. Uh, so if you do that, uh, like us on Facebook, post it up there when you've done one, and uh, we'll pick our favourite, and I'll send you a code for an indie game. How about that? There you go. How do you like them apples? Look at that. Yeah. Yeah, gaming-related pumpkin, and we've already got a couple of people saying they're going to definitely do it. So, yeah. Yeah, let's, huh? let's see them. Let's see them. That's right. Pictures or GTFO. Yeah, yeah, whatever that is. Um, And I think that's it for me. And moving on to you, Mr. Duke. Sorry, I'm still just really pissed off at your friend, Chinny. What a jerk! <laughs> All right, angry. You've made Moving him on. angry now. Moving on. Oh, He's not your I'd like to thank our newest member, MW883. Thanks for joining the site. That's him. I know, that's the joke. Him! Yeah! Uh, yeah, so that was for... <laughs> Blue Hell Man. I said I wouldn't, but I did. There you go. Go away. Stop telling me what to play. And no, I'm not going to listen. Oh, wait. He was talking about Freakonomics. I was talking about Planet Money. Never mind. I'll listen to the Freakonomics thing. I don't like Freakonomics either, but I'll give it a try. Uh, Chipper Cypher, he knows why. Soon everyone else will know why I keep thanking Chipper Cypher. But for now, thank you, Chip. And we'll look forward to that thing. Step J, uh, yes, you're right. It was cool to see that person show up on the forums and uh whatever uh boston hans uh shout out to him step j didn't i just thank him yeah right (laughs) right but he this is another message he sent me i'm just going through my inbox from xbox live he said on saturday superb podcast today you were all on fire chinny had a couple of cracking one-liners if you like crap Oh, like Child of Fucking Eden, lol, lol, lol. <laughs> and cheers and shout out to Hell Patrol. He finally got Gears 3. So I'm going to say Gears 3 Playdate on Sunday. What? Yeah. Yeah, baby. Uh, it's the 30th of October. Not everybody will have Battlefield 3 yet, so we're not doing that for our Playdate. Maybe next week we'll do that. But uh, yeah. And now Sunday the 30th, y'all are going to be an hour ahead, right? Yes. So... Is, no, it's fallen back an hour. Yes, it so goes back with it'll, when it's yeah. six your time, it it'll actually be five your time, which means it'll be five hours early earlier. No, 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 it's normally five hours earlier on the east coast of the U.S., so it'll be four hours earlier. Do you know what, Duke? I'm really glad you're not a maths teacher. I don't know about numbers. It's I only speak English. English. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, whatever. Look at your online time converters. Uh, yeah, so Gears 3, come play with us, and shout out to the people who came to the Killzone 3 playdate, Rickster, Chris MJW, end of list. That is all my shout outs, affirmative. Uh, oh, I'll shout out the likely land as well, who sent me a message saying, I'm playing Alice in Wonderland, and it's fucking shit, right? <laughs> and you I said, said I told you. And um, I said I told him so, and then today he sent me a message, or yesterday, I don't know, but I read it today, and he said... I've just finished Alan in Wonderland and I couldn't finish the ending so I dropped it down to normal and it was shit. And then I sent him a message back saying, I warned you. And then he sent one back saying, 
I know. <laughs> well, I'm glad we got that cleared up. <laughs> yes. Ah, oh, dear. I uh, did warn it though. Yeah. I well, played that game for his suffering, and he still played it. Yeah, but you you played it, and you sort of said, I think you said it was sort of all right, didn't you? I said it was all right for like an hour. Ah, <laughs> so you've got to get the end bit of that, otherwise you don't realise the context. <laughs> yeah, it's all right for a <laughs> Yeah, if you miss that, like, for an hour, <laughs> you know, it, it all goes a good game. If you blow, blow, blow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're if blind you, and dead. If you can be blind, <laughs> blind and dead. <laughs> what would it matter if you were blind or not, if you're that's dead? The, that's why it's funny, Stu. <laughs> oh, my God. Does not make sense? Oh, my God. Uh, well, on that uh, bombshell, uh, I think we need to get the hell out of here. So, uh, yeah, see ya. Thanks for listening, everybody. We didn't have anything to talk about. Oi, shut up. Hey, hey, speak music, shut up. Right, we didn't have anything to talk about 15 minutes ago. We're still talking. I know. Thank I you, Gennar. Much love. <laughs> Bye. Shit. Um, where do we put this? Where's the stop button? Oh, there it is. Bye. need your advice. Yeah. See, I got this friend named Joey Jojo <laughs> Jr. Shabadoo. That's the worst name I ever heard. Oh, no. Hey, Joey Jojo! That's awesome. Joey Jojo. See, see, you don't have to put the fucking end <laughs> I got you show. covered all around. <laughs> Brilliant. What is this, Qaddafi? You're directing traffic outside my apartment. What? <laughs> <laughs>